press pause radio has been missing. Like, I, it didn't dawn on me until uh, I fucking sat through the really awkward couple of days that was the week of E3 2019. We are missing a hype man. Not just any hype man, though. Like, a fucking jazzed, like, we couldn't pay him enough to be more hype. Like, the dude lives, breathes, and eats. Like, our, like he's got our logo tattooed on the inside of his own eyelids, oh. so that way, the, like, that's all he sees. <laughs> yeah, like a true just, brand ambassador for, for our product. Fucking PPR. Yeah, PPR, PR. We need like, PR for PPR. Like, anytime we record, anytime we tell, like, some shitty life anecdote or Sarah, like, throws down a fucking pun or Andrew's got to say something gross, like, I want mm-hmm. I want some dude going, fuck yeah! Just, like, oh, this is this is relevant to my interests. I'll just, I'll just hire excited. my dad. How about that? Hey. <laughs> pa- Papa Sarah. Hey, dad. He'll he be could. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> That's his I thing. Like, he's more than okay it's with spread. that. It's spread. It's it's gone to like other provinces. It's nuts. He's Fuck just yeah. so, super jazzed about everything. Oh yeah, super. I mean, Mister Caffeine's not really doing much. No, you know, Mister Caffeine. I'm, I'm really down to throw down that tea. campaign. Bring mm-hmm. back Mister Caffeine. He uh, well, uh, just a quick antidote in regards to. That. I think I've mentioned it before, but now that I don't work at that uh, retail chain anymore, uh, he was Ubisoft's. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, however you want to pronounce it. No, Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Um, he was the guy that would always do for our managers' conferences. He was always the guy that led the uh, the training rooms for Ubisoft. So you met so, him? So he was still at the company even years after that E3 debacle. Like, he huh. still worked for the company. He just did stuff at, like, the trade shows and the, you know, like, the retail he events. He was just more, like more low-key. Low key, but still with the company. Yeah. So he's still, you know, he's still doing it. Like, and he still calls himself Mister Caffeine, and he still does his whole, his whole. Who spiel. the fuck gave him that name, though? Like, really, though, who gave him that name? It was like the that was large, a... wasn't it? Like, it had to have been like I don't know, like game trailers, like <laughs> Jeff Keighley, probably or someone, <laughs> <laughs> something yeah. from around that time. I yeah or no? Oh fuck! What was game trailers around that time? Like, uh, it was game screw trailers. attacks. I think Screw Attack may have given him that name, like fucking. Uh, I mean, both like, don't exist now, but yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, Jesus, yeah. Now we've got like, God, we we've got middle aged shithead Todd Howard, like the dude, dude who can't even contain his like regret, like outside <laughs> of his own stream, and just got like. Yeah, totally. but at least I, he was sticks. he pissed off at the like the screaming dude? I can't imagine because I'm sure Bethesda hired screaming dude. Like you can't. Be no, they outright it. denied it, and the dude outright denied it. But wow, did you did you do you know what I'm talking about, Andrew? Apparently, like right when they went to another sizzle reel of uh, Doom Eternal, uh-huh. fucking Todd's mic was still on, and he was oh. just cursing up a storm. Oh no, I didn't like, catch that. Oh, dude, it was just like, what oh, the man. fuck is even fucking going on out there right now? What the Hot fuck is drums. this? Oh, oh, dude, which is just hilarious because you never felt. picture that guy to curse like ever. It's <laughs> like it's like imagining Filbert from Rocco's Modern Life saying the f word. Like, turn the I, page, wash your hand, fuck. Like yeah. you, you, don't, you don't like you don't picture <laughs> I ho- I that word coming that. out with that voice. 
So I, I, I honestly know. expect it, he's kind of like I don't know. Like he seems like he's so tightly knit that he probably does do some like Sado shit when he's off the stage. Like he probably likes getting his nuts stomped on <laughs> with like with high heel stilettos. He's one of those. Oh man, huh? what if he's in the cupping? Real quick, explain. Can we, can we, okay. Oh, wait, well, can we? Can we yeah, no, we can. Oh, okay. You guys aren't familiar with cupping? I don't think no. I am. Okay, so what they do, cupping is basically like new age acupuncture mm. where you just heat up oh, these like sure, crazy sure. hot cups, like you boil them. Uh huh. And then what you do is you lay them on your back, like you cup your back, but you twist them to the point where they're literally sucking a portion mm-hmm. of your back within the cup. Just Google well, image it. I think just athletes like, uh, are supposed to be doing that. Just right. be careful when you Google image cup oh, in any sure. capacity, <laughs> right? But like, yeah. I, I think it's just puts, like when when the air cools inside the cup, it draws your skin into the cup because there's less energy and thus less volume. I don't know. It looks fucking gnarly. It's, it I looks bet. yeah. He, Todd Howard might also be into like suspension where he hooks himself up. You know, like like the people <laughs> get into like the the they, they get the hooks in their backs and hang them up. He might be into that kind of stuff. Oh. I mean, it yeah. would, yeah. It would being, explain yeah. a lot. I, I, I just kind of imagine him being like Hellraiser, yeah. pretty much. It would explain a lot with the direction that Elder Scrolls is going <laughs> in. <laughs> like, he just, like, torturing <laughs> himself anyways, yeah. Like, every Elder Scrolls is just, like, another fucking outlet for, like, Todd to just yeah. excise his BDSM <laughs> desire. Um, <laughs> just... I mean, we don't kink shame around here, but I'm just saying... No, no, I, not I at feel, all. I just feel like it's, it maybe goes to an extreme. I just... Picturing that curly-headed man in 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 just pure leather, like 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 a Buffalo Bill ass kind of. Oh man! There's wow. a graphic. If you want to do a graphic for the show, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you got to remind me. Okay, yeah, that's got that's got to be thrown in there at some point. Just like, <laughs> and, and that's how Squarespace dropped our site. <laughs> <laughs> And that was our first and last C and D. Like we've uncovered like some fucking national treasure ass conspiracy world. <laughs> How deep does emailed it? Like, where did you get that? I'm like, dude, we shopped it. Yeah, <laughs> where did you find that picture? <laughs> oh man, we we barely no. used our imagination. Like, yeah. Wasn't oh, hard. dude. Real talk though, we'll we'll have enough to like crack on Bethesda. Um, we are doing our uh, part two of the E3 recording for 2019. Last episode of Pref- Press Pause Radio 116, episode 116 was uh, our E3 predictions. Uh, now we get to talk about the actual show. See if anything we talked about actually came to light. Spoiler: nothing. Nope. Nothing came to light. No. Nope. We're but like it was also a really fucking weird like it was just a weird e3 like there are points where i i kind of wasn't feeling it and then i kind of was and then i was really feeling it and then i forgot it was e3 so and man if you saw the fucking pictures of the show floor this year shit looked like the elephant graveyard Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it was like really weird the whole thing was weird we're going to talk about it here in press pause radio episode 117 
All right. So, Sarah, I'm going to give you the floor because I feel like you have some grievances to air. And what better way to do that than, like, like you have your own fucking podcast to do that. You deserve it. So, shout to the heavens, dude. Like, take this time. What am I? What? You were wronged recently. Like, I feel you're wrong. Oh, yeah, that. Um, okay, so... Yeah, basically, um, for a while now, I've actually been trying to build up to get a particularly expensive uh, entry to the Bullet Heaven Pantheon. Uh, if you all don't know what Harmful Park is, just go on over to eBay and take a look at that for PlayStation, and uh, you'll uh, you'll see why this was kind of a big deal. Um, made the, uh, the goal through Patreon. I won a, on a lottery ticket. <laughs> like the, the stars aligned for me to get this fucking game. And when I finally bought it, the dude fucking sold it three days before in his shop or some shit like that. So yeah, I didn't get a good deal. I didn't get a game. And now like a quarter of that cash is tied up in the banks Mm-hmm. Because it takes a while to go back into my account, but they'll take it right fucking quick, won't they? Obviously. You were done dirty, my friend. I, what a bitch. <laughs> I, dude, what's funny, too, and I felt awful, but like I had some recent drama where uh, I ordered... I, I'm i a part of a, a Facebook community that like specializes in video game vinyl and like they're the members there are all trustworthy and vetted and you can even buy and sell from one another this dude um was doing like a charity sale and i bought Windjammers, the fan gamer release so i'm just oh, like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah i didn't even realize that it was like in the fan gamer store currently so it's not even that rare but like i got it for a fairly good deal and i even i'm like oh it's going to charity dude puts the wrong address like on the shipment it goes my neighbor. My neighbor fucking outright denies getting it. And I know he got it. I know he got it. I know he kept it. So now I know I have a slimeball fucking neighbor. Like, And the dude straight up looks like he lives at the fucking border house in Hey Arnold. Like, fuck this dude. He sucks. Um, so I hit the dude up and I'm just like, hey, man, like, I know this is for charity, but like, you know, can we try to resolve this? Because you did me dirty. And he was just like, yeah. And then he just kind of blew me off. So I, like, said, fuck it. And I filed a case with eBay. And the dude shows the tracking number saying it was delivered, but it didn't go to where it was supposed to go. Um, and fucking no joke. Like, he hits up uh, eBay and says, oh, shit was delivered. Like, fuck this dude's dispute. I'm like, what? And I had to go, like... I had to go Dick Tracy and go grab like the paperwork from USPS and be like, no dog, it went to this address. This is my address. And like, I want it, but like, Oh man, it felt so dirty. And I'm like, cool. I, man, I have to block somebody in this community now. What fun kids shopping online is the worst. You should stick to shopping strictly through the classified ads in your local newspaper. Uh, it is the safest way to go. Or buying things out of people's trunks, like yeah. we used to do. <laughs> yeah. You've told stories on oh, this podcast about days. doing that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. No, that was Craigslist. But no, there oh. was some other... <laughs> dude, there was somebody that was... <sighs> what game did I buy that was brand new sealed for hella cheap? It was like it was a fucking Tales game. 
Hmm. What Tales game was it? The ta- it's, it starts with an X, and it's for PlayStation 3. Oh, Zillia? Yeah, I bought oh, that yeah. sealed out of some dude's trunk. Like, out of fucking... <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, just around the corner from a GameStop. That was insane. Thank you. I totally forgot about that. Andrew? Yeah, hi. I know you don't have any any sort of buyer's remorse stories to, like, fucking air, but, like, talk to me. Talk to me about your pure soul. Like, how are you? I'm well. I'm very well. Um, <laughs> I was buying a lot of board games through, like facebook groups and stuff like that and that lasted for about less than a year then i realized oh you have to have people to play these board games with so what am i doing <laughs> with all these so i might be eventually i might be selling a lot of those through the same uh avenues so i might be that seller hopefully i won't do anyone dirty like you guys have been done um i'll try to do people clean i, real clean, dude, real nice I would be really paranoid clean. about buying board games because like they're mm-hmm. like i could just imagine one piece just one yep. I, I bought a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one that was very miniature heavy and, like, was stressing out when I bought it. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm trying to go through all these to make sure they're all matched. My OCD's kicking in to the max. I was like, they got to all be in the same, like, insert. Like, they have to be placed perfectly. I was like, I feel like I'm missing some of these. Like, some of this doesn't seem right. So, yeah, you definitely, if it's, like, a real miniature heavy game or even, like, a deck builder, yeah, there's always the risk of, like, I'm, I'm going to buy this thing and there's going to be something missing. And you can't just go and just, like randomly replace one piece of it so yeah so far i've not had any issues but like i said with the exception of like kickstarter now every once in a while i don't really get into buying board games like i used to but kickstarter is in itself a whole nother thing like video games on kickstarter was the thing and then that you know kind of came and went because people were getting burned and now board games is like the huge thing on kickstarter and so far no one's really gone and done anything like really like egregious uh, on kickstarter for board games um, probably with a few little exceptions. So, I mean, I, I can only imagine like a, a board game ships with like placeholder art or fucking like <laughs> IGN watermarks on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> but I did, I did kickstart that street fighter miniature game that, uh, angry Joe is doing. So I'll let you know when that comes in. If it's like, just like GI Joe figures from the, early 90s that they just made into a board game. I'm, I'm still thinking that's probably what's going to happen. But we'll see. Y- you know, because... So, Val has a friend that's, like, their family's super into, like, board games and miniature games, mm-hmm. and, like, we've gone over there for some game nights. It always ends in, like, no one finishing it and everybody yelling and drinking. And it's just, like, that's sure. what all board games <laughs> have just kind of devolved into. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It seems like early, board it? game nights. Like I don't know. It's they're... just a catalyst to drink, and then you know, just eventually end the night like that. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Like I want one of those like purest experiences, like the kind like that where you'd find at like a local pub where there's gonna be some fuckhead with a Ramon shirt, and then somebody with a turtleneck, and like nobody's leaving. Like nobody. Like everybody's skirting curfew. They're skirting responsibilities. They want like. Until they can at least end off on like the right point to stop in that Pathfinder's game, like I want that experience again. Ooh, but Pathfinder, that's some good times. I still want to play it. I we uh I I went to a random Barnes and Noble, and a kid there was telling me about Starfinder, which is basically Pathfinder but in space. But the cool thing to that is you can import your character from Pathfinder into Starfinder. So I'm really hoping one of these days when the kids get older, I'll start playing like campaigns with James again and just piss him off that I'm bringing over my same character that he never wanted me to keep from Pathfinder. Because I always wanted to keep the same character and go into each campaign. Like when we did Critical Fail, 
that character I, I did. Like, I wanted to take it into every campaign. He's like, you got to stop doing that. Like, you got to make new characters. Like, no, fuck it. He goes everywhere. <laughs> he goes on every adventure I go on. And so now finding out I can actually import that character and put him in space is fucking delicious. I cannot wait to do that. So hopefully, you- n- hopefully neither one of us dies before then because I don't know when we'll play a campaign ever again. Taking bets. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, damn, dude. Well, I mean that's a very brave expenditure. Uh, we, I don't know, dude. Buying vinyl is a whole different fucking thing. And then like, I, oh my god, I've never. I thought I saw a okay. The worst community group that I've like joined and have definitely doubled back on wanting to leave, but like can't help myself from like staying is this arcade one up mod group i have never seen so many fucking angry (laughs) like absolutely ridiculous neckbeards like we are talking like just the vitriol and the the nonsense like it makes you like you feel bad and then you realize like you're here because you're here of your own volition like i can't get angry at anyone but myself like when there are people just asking Ernst question, uh, like questions that are like really aren't bad questions, they're just like, "Hey, like, how do I get this like Dreamcast adapter so I can just you know use a Dreamcast uh, stick?" And then you know somebody just throws in, "Uh, fucking fuck your Dreamcast, use a pie, get fucked." And I'm like, oh my "Dude, God. why?" I'm I'm so sick and tired of fucking. I'm gonna start calling them pie munchers. Ooh, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. That's fucking else. pie munchers. Don't Google that. <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> yeah, please don't. It sounds uh, derogatory, but it really, it really isn't. But it kind of is. So yeah, fuck is. the pie munchers. Fucking pie muncher. Oh, I don't. I don't mind my pie, but I feel like I don't know. I'm waiting for like an FGPDA solution for uh from Mister for like an like an FBA solution for arcades, like something that's a little bit more accurate. So like, uh, did you get a Mister or what? No, I look. If I would get a Mister Core, it'd be strictly for arcades. Ah, gotcha. Which unfortunately, that's they're like, it's a thing that's being looked at, but it's not a thing that's being prioritized. I don't know. Those things are fucking weird within themselves. But anyway, it's true. Um, you know, we're talking about old shit, but man, old shit sure took the stage this uh-huh. year at E3. So Didn't I it think yeah. it's relevant. Yeah. So, um. Here's how it's going to go ahead and break down. We are going to go ahead and just try to touch on the highlights of uh, every keynote that we can. Uh, The major keynotes uh, being EA, Bethesda, uh, Microsoft, then Ubisoft or Ubisoft, Ubisoft. uh, the PC gaming show, uh, Square Enix, and then finally Nintendo. No show from Sony. In fact, I was thinking Sony would do something. Like, mm-hmm. and all they really did was just a state of play sale. Like, they were just very confident about, like, you know, Death Stranding, Final Fantasy, fuck it. Like, we're good. They kind like, of, like, what? stealth did their own E3, but it was other, like, like developers and their conferences. Like, Final Fantasy Seven had to have been a big part of, like, what Sony would have been pushing, and they didn't have to. Square Enix just did all the heavy lifting for them. They can just kind of sit man. back and be like, there you go. I've got some fucking words about that because, like, I am tempering. I like, I it's. I don't know how you can collectively be angry and sad at the same time, like happy and sad at the same time. I should say, 
But like that whole thing is just evocative of like such a bitter sweet release. Like I, I and I'll have more words for it like mm-hmm. when the time comes. But yeah, no, no Sony. So I think without further ado, I think it would be safe for us to go ahead and probably we're gonna start low and end high. So let's let's go ahead and dive into EA. don't know why ea was there i i really outside. don't <laughs> like they were I, I, like they were tailgating e3 yeah like <laughs> it, it really like they might as well fucking stream the whole thing from a bathroom like dr disrespect status like the whole no. well yeah and now ea get themselves been, banned from twitch <laughs> they banned and banned from e3 he only got he got banned from e3 and from twitch but the ban on twitch i'm thinking is only like a suspension. Yeah. Like he's gonna come back, but EA banned is, from E3. Yeah. yeah let's get let's E3. get E3. Let's get EA banned from E3. <laughs> well, EA is like reevaluating their relationship with him now after that. Oh, I see. That was a bad move. That was a bad move. I know um, you're trying to be a little controversial, but that was a bad move. Like you gotta mm, kind of have a mm. little bit of. Like, oh, that dude's been nothing but a string of bad moves. Pretty and, pretty and, terrible. And I like, him. I like Doctor Disrespect. He's actually Ter- one of my favorite Twitch streamers to watch. <clears throat> but terrible yeah. toilet etiquette, though. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like you better not be uh, peeking no, in. No, man, me you like didn't that. catch it. Did you catch it? No. Oh, you didn't catch it. It's fine. Man, I don't he's know so stuck about it. I didn't even know he was doing this. It. <laughs> it's one of my. It's one of my greatest portmanteaus. Come on. I don't know what. I just. I kind of find it fucking stupid that this dude's like standing on his pedestal, gatekeeping people about mobile games, and like, bro, you're not even a real doctor. Like what the fuck were you saying? Like, <laughs> you're not a real doctor. Honorary, you're not a really. Maybe. You're not a very good husband either. <laughs> so. well, damn. Yeah, his Facebook uh, so, is Mr. and Mrs. Respect. I guess be like when I was like, fired. you know, oh my man, god. Oh no, fuck that dude. But I love I, you that know what, shit, man, man, that's that cool, makes, Andrew. That, that makes me so happy. Anytime I see a Facebook profile and it's like the the husband and the wife together having profiles, like mm, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Like you are doing everything right on Facebook, you are exactly what they want. Uh, Love it. Anyway, so we got we got off topic, we but did. I was going. Yeah, EA Electronic Arts. Was there anything Jesus. really anything that EA did other than Star Wars, which wasn't even really EA? It was just it was it was respawn doing cool respawn shit. EA just happens to be publishing it. That's really all I got out of that whole thing. Well. What's weird too is like, like respawn's the, only the thing combat, that and also, <laughs> is it just me or did like respawn kind of play a bunch of like Soulsborne games and are just like let's fucking do that but with Star Wars? It kind of sounded like to me from like, I, did they show gameplay or was it just like CG stuff? No, they showed gameplay they? and okay. it looked, it looked re- like I don't know. I like saw I had the wall a weird... running. And I was like, oh, that's where the wall running went went into that game. Yeah. But it had, like, a weird sluggishness to it that kind of, like, it gave me a Dark Souls vibe, or at the very least, like, a Sekiro vibe, just because, like, Sekiro was arguably faster than Dark Souls, but yeah. still just as, like, clumsy. Um, I 
I don't know. I liked it. I don't know, like, what the follow-through is going to be as far as, like, delivering a compelling story that kind of lives up to the hype. Like, because this mm-hmm. is something that EA repeatedly got, like, like absolute static for uh, as far as just failing their fan bases, like, for Star Wars, considering that they're exclusive rights holder to the license. Uh, and then, like, we, at one point, we, we had something, like, led by Amy fucking Hennig for mm-hmm. a single-player experience. And now, like, I, I mean, no no shade thrown towards Respawn. I mean, like, Titanfall is goddamn underrated. Like, such an underrated single-player experience. I still cannot stress enough, like... I, I haven't checked out Titanfall 2, but apparently, like, it's even better. Like, I've I've dabbled in well, Titanfall 2. It has a campaign, 2. so that right there kind of gives it a little bit more, <laughs> a little more you can do. Right, but, I mean, just, well, like, no, did, like, did Titanfall 1 has a campaign. Mm-mm. No. It's just, you know. No, no, no actual single-player campaign. It was, like, under Underlying like, the online, but. You know, yeah, it was, like, I a guess. mode that you could probably pay, play solo, but, like, they would throw, like, little snippets of story in there. Oh, my God. Like yeah, actual, you're like, right. No, I yeah. am talking about Titanfall 2. Yeah. What the fuck? 2 is Dude. cool. And I won't spoil <laughs> it, but there's some elements to that game that they did that were, like, for the time, I was like, oh, this is some cool-ass storytelling in-game. Like, they didn't have to resort to, like, cutscenes and, you know, like, big CGI moments. Like, it was all in-game, but it was really cool how they blended that in with the story. Like, it was, it was pretty cool for what they were trying to accomplish. So I feel like them doing that with Star Wars... And maybe doing something that they have not done before. And I also think, like you said, like I feel like they're kind of trying to undersell themselves with this game. Like I don't think they want to like put out this is gonna be the best game. I feel like they're trying to like undersell themselves so that way when they come out it's gonna be like, Oh, we didn't expect this, you know, and they kind of can cut catch people by surprise. Cause I don't know. I think Respawn uh, yeah, has a knack it- for doing that. I think Respawn has a knack for like like we can show you what we got, but we're gonna kind of let the game speak for itself. Like we're not gonna hype it up too much. I've definitely noticed that EA is not throwing a lot of marketing muscle behind it. Like they are not going like fucking Battlefront on it. Like nowhere near Battlefront like levels of hype or marketing. The best. It's a good thing. Yeah. That's yeah, it's a good thing. Just considering that I don't think they're recovering still from all the other nonsense that like they went through from the first two releases um but yeah aside from that we also got some new content for apex legends which Mm. speaking of titanfall um got a new character watson uh like not a whole lot i mean i'm curious again that's another game that i've only yet dabbled in Mm mm-hmm i would like to actually do more but it's just a matter of finding the time um, I will say this, and this is kind of being out of cadence, but I did finally step into Games Pass, and holy shit, I'm a believer. Um, I still need to pick up Hell, or actually play Hellblade, but Hellblade being on there actually was a, a big game-changing uh, decision, along with all the other like news and tidbits in Microsoft's conference. Well, I but, mean, just to get that for you know, I mean, I was paying the nine ninety nine a month. But just justifying it by saying that you got the first party Microsoft titles day and date, you know, when they released, like it was justifiable at that point for me. Um, and then I, my Xbox Live Gold lapsed in May, so I was already gonna have to start, pay, you know, paying for gold again. And I really don't want to spend the sixty for a year right then and there. So for fifteen a month to get 
the Game Pass I was already paying ten for, Xbox Live Gold and the PC Game Pass for five bucks more. Like it's it's actually a pretty good deal. And I think it's like I think that's kind of what they're banking on. I mean, we can probably talk about more with Microsoft stuff, but I think that's what they're banking on. They're banking on people like me to spend fifteen and then rarely use it, but they're still getting that revenue. They're still getting that fifteen a month from X amount of people that just kind of keep it. So yeah, like th- those those fucking dads and like sing like those overworked adults yeah um yeah uh but yeah apex legends i mean at at, at this point this is where literally the rest of the show was just tame as fuck it's all just expansions um we saw some new content for battlefield 5 Mm -hmm. uh more content for yeah that they're actually keeping 5 going and not coming out with something else you know they're not only like they're throwing out multiplayer maps but they threw out a new like a single player expansion Okay. Chapter five, gotcha. Which is, I mean, good on them. Like I personally didn't see EA, but like you know, this is more. I mean, with Dice being mm-hmm. like one of the big heavy hitters that EA has under its employee. I mean, I'm. Do you, do you feel like maybe Dice got overworked by coming out with multiple games, multiple projects, all at the same time, and now they can kind of just like really like hunker down and just kind of work on one thing. Or yeah, are they work on something else, like, outside of this, and we just don't know about it yet. I don't know. Like, whatever it is, like, he, no one's making a fuss about it. Mm-hmm. it. Nothing's leaking. Nothing's really happening. So I don't I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then aside from that, we got FIFA 20 and Madden 20. Uh, and FIFA 20 is going to get back to the spirit of FIFA Street. Which I don't. My least favorite street bond- game. <laughs> Which really? Only FIFA and NBA wasn't there for the street. No, stuff. and NFL Street. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then yeah, FIFA and NFL pretty much are like tied for second. You it, know what's funny though? Yeah. Which when when I go back, well, that's so funny because like I feel like out of all the street games, like that was the most successful one was FIFA Street. Like really? I think FIFA wow. Street even beat out and beat. Well, I I don't know. I remember playing that, but as fucked up as it sounds, the street games came out along the same time that the backyard sports games did and those oh. games are surprisingly <laughs> yeah. like baseball i would love to talk like about or... dude yeah yeah i know what you're talking the about. backyard sports games <laughs> were surprisingly well done like they are okay. far better than they deserve to be <laughs> um bring that back you cowards yeah dude i i don't think they can because they actually use the real like it sure. was they just like they made kid versions of like yeah. real athletes yeah yeah they don't, they don't um, be licensed to do it didn't they do it like an MLB? Like MLB put out their own game. Because Sony Yeah, no, well it started off as backyard baseball. Yeah. And then it carried over to backyard football. And now, and now it's RBI, right? Isn't RBI now like the kitty one that actually has like the license? Well I think it became more Japanese again. I don't remember. <laughs> uh but yeah, there was uh some new content for Sims four also shown off. And that's that's essentially it. Mm-hmm. I I'm surprised. I didn't even think we'd be on Madden 20 by now. I thought we'd be on Madden 19, but apparently, like they just script, they, they skipped straight to 20. Yeah, yeah. Like it'll be like the the following year, it'll be like 19-20. How they do the sports? So stuff. that was pretty much EA. It was very very tame. Mm-hmm. But also, I absolutely agree with you, Andrew. Uh, Star Wars was very subdued. I think that, but, that. But I always think that respawn does that for that reason. At least I think that's a that's a smart move. Like just be. Be the ones that, you know, don't come out screaming, like just kind of just come out and just be factual about what you're doing and then kind of let it speak for itself. 
You know, it's, it's, it's always nice to have a little bit of a surprise every now and then. Because the guy, uh, How you feeling? What, what was it, Vince Zapallo? I can't remember his last name. A uh, guy that runs Respawn. Like, when they had him on yes. stage last year, he was just like, yeah, we're working on it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, he like he just kept it very low-key. Like, almost to the point where it was, like, kind of embarrassing for the person that was interviewing him. Because, like, she was trying to get some info from him, and he was giving her nothing. Nothing like, to work Nothing with. at all. Yeah. So... Speaking of giving us nothing at all. Yeah, fucking, oh, dude. Okay, so I think it's ready to go to Bethesda. had some surprising like i there was a lot of cool things to take away from bethesda like the, the like i was pleasantly surprised with two of the releases uh well not releases but reveals um before we go i, I i'm gonna take your no, got nothing for me sir as far as ea yeah no ea was something that i didn't even pay attention to yeah. not nah, sims person <laughs> yeah not yeah just I don't, yeah, it didn't really feel. I felt like any of the things the, that they could have covered. The last time EA was uh, was anything near interesting to me was in 1998 when they published Battle Garega. You know what's funny? Know do that. What the fuck happened to um, not Time Killers? Um, time Splitters. Time Doesn't Splitters. Doesn't EA have the fucking? Uh, rights to that that was an acclaim game though wasn't it at one point yes but then ea got the rights to it did what they really fucking, I don't know. like yeah they it, talked about so... doing something with it there's some like rumblings about that game for a bit there and then yeah nothing happened because doesn't EA. It, didn't ea also have did ea have the james bond license it does it, oh it still does be doing some shit with this like for mm. fucking real maybe anyway so we're moving on from EA. we're now going to bethesda mm-hmm. so <clears throat> let's go ahead and I kind of want to start strong and hit weak, but this is... Okay, at this point, you're going to notice two trends within the show. One trend, I I like to think we're just making up on our own. Like, we're just seeing between... We're reading between the lines. Like, this shit is just something that, like, I just find personally funny that I think Sarah and I will especially appreciate. So we'll touch that at the end. But the big trend, the fucking thing you could not, like, walk... Or, or or move around in EA whatsoever without accidentally stepping in was a fucking streaming service. Uh-huh. And Bethesda <laughs> yeah, was like... That's true. Dude, Bethesda was the first one out the gate to be like, yeah, we're doing one. Codename Orion. And I... Oh, boy. I just... Look, we're playing Doom 2016 on my phone. Yeah. I think anyone even could play did... Doom 2016 on their phone right now. Like, streaming service or no, like, you could probably do that now. I just, but here's the thing, like, why, why, like, everybody kind of just got collectively in their own, like, weird pissing contest over something that could be so, like, I feel like everyone would stand to make more money if, like, they, 
just fucking like worked on like if they all just jumped on jump ship on Google's thing or fucking like uh-huh. even like oh man I'm for them to do it gonna... internally seems like not the best idea because I think they're gonna allocate resources and time and money on something that may not flesh out. Like I understand that they're probably all scrambling now because I think cloud is the way to go. And it is kind of like what they're thinking in the future of gaming is going to be. But so they're all trying to scramble to get like, okay, well our stuff is proprietary to our service. You can only stream it through our service, which is not true. It's not true because they're, you know, they're going to, they're going to have... sublet it. They're going to sublet it to fucking Stadia. They're going to sublet Which it is the thing. Like, to they, they, they talk Project about how, like, xCloud. They're going to yeah. sublet it to whatever Sony's fucking doing. It's Sony already tried to do a stream. They were the first one to do it with... PlayStation uh, Now? PlayStation yeah, now. PlayStation yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the infrastructure still has to improve enough to even be able to do that, though. No, people don't have the broadband well, like, access to make it worthwhile. doing it now. Yeah, well, and, like, I know Google okay, Stadia, but like, has... at the same time, didn't they say that, like, with the Stadia, you would hit a terabyte of uh, data after, what, 60 hours of gameplay? Yeah, and how many people have caps and limitations on their broadband, yeah. I That, that blows my mind, I, a terabyte. I, we didn't talk about this on the last show, because I think when we recorded last time, they were getting ready to announce the Stadia stuff. And right, it and then it came out, they fixed that god-awful controller. So I pre-ordered... The founders one, only because yeah, I, I noticed that because you were you kind of did a collective poll. I wanted to get I which, wanted to basically justify my purchase and hope that people were saying it was a good idea, so I wouldn't feel bad about pre-ordering <laughs> it. But see, I'm I so mean, I'm so invested into that ecosystem already. Like for me, it made sense. I don't know about like just like a general consumer. Like I I can't imagine. I don't know. Maybe it will work, but with the what they're touting, saying that they can hit 4K. You know, at what thirty-five megabytes? I I, don't I, know. I I'd be curious to we'll see, see it. because I want to endorse both of it. It's so mm-hmm. weird. We live in such a weird fucking climate now. Because like, okay, we recorded this show ten years ago, and we're all we're, we also haven't forgotten about the anniversary show that's coming. Um, and we totally thought that like physical media was going to be the way of the dodo soon, and this was going to be the standard. It's so funny because like. I want. I lean so hard into both of these things. Like I want this option, but like right now, I could buy Collection of Mana. It's fucking there. I can get it. Mm-hmm. I spent the extra money to pre-order it so I can have it physically delivered to me by the Square Enix store. I I just want the fucking stupid case like on my <laughs> shelf in the cart, and like, like just uh, f- boutique publishers printing fucking just about anything for physical release like is it boggles my mind even more because like okay so like i hacked the rom out of my snes classic for Star Fox 2 so that way i can have a physical like star like i've got the label and everything like i have a recreation of what that would look like official nintendo ass rom Mm. and it's already been fucking uh a collection of mana has already been retro-engineered to where they can extract the SNES translated ROM and then, like, transplant it into a cart to play on a real SNES. Hmm. And, like, I, I wish that, like, between... Like, because I don't want to leave this shit up to IM8-bit or, like, these, like, really overinflated boutique publishers. Like, I, I wish they did, like, limited releases of this. I, I don't know. But anyway, I know that completely stirred off topic to what you were trying to say, but in terms of streaming... Um, you play fucking Ubisoft. Yeah. Everyone has a streaming service, and it's just 
I, I was half surprised that Amazon didn't get in on it. It was just like, yeah, we got a new streaming service through Prime, and there's already rumblings <laughs> that that's going to happen. Uh, they were saying, I think their their internal, like what they use to like develop games, like their their engine, Lumberyard, I think it's called, like that's having some issues now. They've already canceled a game, like an unannounced project they were working on. And that was a big deal because that was, I think, ex-Rockstar guys. Like the dude that left Rockstar that did GTA Five was going to make a game on Amazon's like service and now there's like nothing about it i think he saw the john romero daikatana on the wall before like anything else and he was just like backing out backing out backing out Mm -hmm. but like i dude i'm i'm all for it and believe me i want to adopt things even as far-fetched as they may sound i mean fuck i bought an electric car but like and a new yeah you know I really hope the car doesn't end up like the Ouya. So, <laughs> um, and so far, it it doesn't seem to be going that way. But I I feel as though it there's such a larger beast in play that dictates this sort of thing, and just it's bizarre to me too because I feel like like okay, I feel as though I I can't speak for other climates because. We're not. I don't live in in another continent. I don't live in Europe or or anywhere else where like they're they're mass consumers of the internet. But I know their infrastructure is vastly more superior to ours, only in the aspect that it isn't commoditized like nowhere near as badly or regulated as much. I, in favor of the corporations that provide it. I don't like. I don't know how Canada's infrastructure is. But I feel as though it's already in a better position than fucking ours. We we've already thrown around our weight, like in just fucking fighting political battles to keep like the the neutrality that we have for our our fucking networks and and, and most even providers kind of like slipping away anyway. And even then, I'm not. I'm not necessarily in a rural area. I'm just. I. I would what you would call like a fucking a bump town Riverdale at best. But like, I do not think that like even in massive metropolitan areas where you would see like fiber being a readily available option. That I do not think it's. It, it's. It's not even accessible just as a resource, but maybe as a price point. Like if the whole thing is to circumvent like the heavy prices of of purchasing like brick and mortar just to get what you want. And you just want to kind of cut around the bullshit and stream directly. But you're like the resources that you're using to tap into that is going to like compare to the same fucking Like what's the point? Like it's, it's like the Xbox one S fucking digital version. Like (laughs) the sad, just (laughs) the sad indeed. Yeah. Just the all digital version. Like, in theory, it's great, but, like, the way it's marketed and sold, there's no advantage. And even then, there's no advantage there, especially when, like, the rights of digital, like, ownership come into play, too. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of, like, I, we, we talked about this, but, like, what exactly, what sort of rights are we going to retain um, when when we stream? But that's a topic for another day. Uh, but I was very surprised to see that Orion was like a thing that they were uh, they were talking about. Uh, 
two of the like releases that really caught my eye and just like the most adorable presenter like goddamn and that's a fucking we'll we'll get on topic with that in a little bit just as far as what EA like devolved into um but two of the releases that personally caught my attention were Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop but I kind of want to talk about Ghostwire Tokyo because I didn't get a chance to really check that out but is that supposed to be like in the same vein of Evil Within, or did it look like a first-person shooter? I didn't get the chance to check it out much. I don't know if they showed gameplay for that, did they? Wasn't it just like the uh, just the video? It was, it was just a yeah, trailer, wasn't it? It was yeah. just a trailer, exactly. Yeah, like, I, but they I, we know, we know we're, same team though, right? Right, same, it's same team. team but the, what type of game is it supposed to be? I know the the lady that presented, like the director of the game, that like she was like one of the stars of E3. Um, <laughs> but it seemed like she was yeah. saying it's just it's spooky. It's you know it's a I don't know if it's in the same vein as Evil Within, like the survival. Would you even call it a survival horror? Because it was more. I would call Evil Within like gore porn, like fucking straight up, like (laughs) Evil Dead status. It is, dude. If you play it, it's like I. It's weird. It takes itself as seriously as it. Like it's it's two clicks away from Shadows of the Damned. It's probably just like cyberpunk. I was kind of same sort of thing as like Ghost in the Shell. I was getting a real like Fatal Frame vibe from it. Yeah, I, that's the thing, though. But, like, my working theory is that, like, Shinji Mikami kind of saw the hole that was left by, once again, PT. Yeah. And he might be trying to change something, like, chase something. So that's my prediction going with it. I just want to know if you guys really, like, got his, like, I couldn't find anything either. But, again, I did all the, like... E3 kind of weirdly came and went, and we, unfortunately, didn't set time aside for it like we normally did in past years, so... I think we'll, prob- um, we'll probably get more from that title specifically, either at Tokyo Game Show or um, or Gamescom, QuakeCon, QuakeCon. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, Quake- QuakeCon oh, well, too. QuakeCon's id, isn't it? So it went yeah. through that. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe still Gamescom. Bethesda though, right? So it's in that umbrella. Maybe yeah. So, but Deathloop looked really interesting, and like man. especially, I can't believe that's the Dishonored guys doing that. Like it just uh, it seems so out of their wheelhouse, you know? Like, Does it though? It just didn't seem like that kind of the game. It wasn't steampunk, so I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, mad props to like the aesthetic and presentation mm. and just the overall premise. Like, I really, like, I don't know that that three things that you're gonna notice in this conversation are gonna come up fucking a lot. Like fucking weird Groundhog Day scenarios, fucking the Terminator for some goddamn reason, and streaming services all around. So. Um, I, I was, I don't know. I was a little like, if it's going to play anything like a, like a twist, like a more action based dishonored, I'm for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be for it just because like, I felt like the one thing that kind of held dishonored back was just like that. It tried to do too many things at once. And I don't know. I didn't, and it, and it almost made you feel bad. Like it purposely went out of its way it, to yeah. make you feel bad or for being action, ba- or punish you yeah. for like so, doing certain ways, certain things. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of hope Arcane kind of lets loose. But aside from that, uh, Bethesda wasn't really like Commander Keen was nice. Um, Starfield is a no show. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, a smartphone version of Elder Scrolls, is coming to the Switch, which is like yeah. all right, neat. Uh, Fallout 76 got a lot of apologies, and I still don't know what human NPCs means. Like, I didn't know what that meant last year. I don't know what yeah. that means this year. Um, and I can only, like, applaud 
Bethesda for kind of like trying to like fix like kind of turn that around i mean not abandoning it like ea abandoned anthem <laughs> like yeah just which, gave up on it. holy shit yeah but that wasn't even in whatsoever there, it was but it was just them just saying yeah we're still working on it <laughs> and then just like looking like nervously around to make sure no one threw like bricks at them all right so that was enough i mean we can really go at length about doom eternal but like you guys all know how we feel about doom we fucking like we gave it gave like zonky of the year um yeah. and it just looks like more doom yeah and, and plus never a bad thing the way they've been doing not it. a bad thing no. whatsoever i am definitely excited to check it out more as it gets closer to the release date which is november um i think it's cool that we can go ahead and jump into microsoft that I don't feel like definitely got overshadowed by Keanu Reeves, which is of course. fucking weird. He just, just, because, just charmed everyone in that room yeah. and charmed everyone in, in the inter- internet. Yeah, like, it. This is, what's weird about this E3 is that there was so much more attention put on things that had, like, nothing to do with video games. <laughs> like, yeah. well, okay, Embracing except for Akami is, a, Akami is a superstar. I'm, I'm totally glad that that individual is, like put onto the stage and thrown in the spotlight like that individual has done so much like behind the scenes in terms of both for platinum and for like previous like fucking i had no idea that a majority of okami's presentation was all conceptually done by her Mm. like that's insane like it's just weird you never you always forget that there are faces behind some of these goddamn masterpieces um but yeah other than that the other stars of the show was this, you know, somewhat washed up but lovable actor that's enjoying like a second wind in his career, and a dog, which yes. you know, <laughs> I, I thought that was a very like, I don't know, man. Like, look how look how dominant I am. Look how I train my dog so well. I don't know, but it was nice. The dog was cute. I can't hate the dog. I I I could not picture Shane Bernthal like being any other person. Just based on like mm-hmm. some of the roles and portrayals I've seen him, I'm like, oh, that looks like true to life. But I don't know. I'm not one to judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, no, it was weird. Keanu like still kind of stole the show. Yeah. That whole thing was just. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit. I... What are the bigger announcements that I feel like got like little to no attention? Granted, there wasn't too much to talk about, but I still find it interesting, and I'm kind of. I'm a little skeptical of the date that they proposed, but apparently Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. the new hardware from Microsoft, it's got a date for next year. Yeah. Which they're the first ones to officially come out and say, hey, here's our new hardware. It's coming. Because Sony has kind of talked about in interviews, um, there's been leaked footage of load times of a PS5 potentially, but they've not come out and said, like, this is PS5 or this is Project whatever we're going to call it. Like, I feel like this is like Microsoft kind of just setting the pace, you know, 
putting putting that line in the sand. Like here here we go. Like this is this is our card we're playing now. Which is weird because back in 2012, that's what Sony did. Sure, because they had the most to like gain. You know, they right. they were the underdog. They were the ones trying to you know get back into the the spot that Microsoft had kind of taken. So yeah, Microsoft. Um, I don't know, man. Like I feel like Microsoft had the best showing of E3, and I don't know if we'll ever get to like a who won E3. You know, we don't really like doing those kinds of things, like who won E3. But I would say they had the best showing only because they still are sticking to we want people to be able to play games wherever, whenever. And I feel like they really do try hard to kind of like be loyal to that statement. Um, like I know it was kind of just talked about after the fact, but the Elite Controller got a second one announced, like a Series 2 version with, with more features and more enhancements. But they said that that Elite Controller and the original Elite Controller will be uh, able to be used on the next Xbox system. So that controller will carry over into their new hardware, which I think is a really cool and kind of profound thing that I mean, it's like a backwards neat. compatible accessory, which you never get that. Like I have arcade sticks that I can never use on current gen stuff unless I mod them because, I mean, they're USB, but they just don't recognize them. I mean, that's neat, but that more or less kind of, I don't know, it, it makes me feel more and more like it's just a stopgap. Like, dude, we just adopted the One X in the, in the Pro. Sure. Like, I'm not ready for new hardware oh, no. yet. Yeah, I you're think right. there's still mileage here. It just feels like the games are kind of tapping out now, though, of what they can do. But there's, like, a lot of these new systems are going to be, um, there's going to be cross-generation play available for a lot of them. So, I mean, like, uh, so like if I'm on the Scarlet, yeah. I can play a game that someone has on the One? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you don't have to necessarily upgrade. It's the same thing with the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5. Yeah. So, so you feel like it's one of those, like, you can be an early adopter, and, like, if you want the newest tech, you can get it, but it's necessarily not going to be like, well, you got a Switch now. Exactly, yeah. Interesting. It'd be weird to see, like, what a industry looks like where there's... Uh, a like a you know current gen and like a past gen, but they're still kind of like you know they're still viable it's, options. I mean, we've seen other generations like with the PlayStation Two, for example, lasting up through like 2013, sure. right? Or like how or, they're putting um, out Just Dance on the Wii, which is fucking yeah, weird. they're still they're still putting oh, Just Dance on the Wii. Yeah, we've seen it, but it's never been implemented in such a way that both generations could communicate and play with each other. Mm. You still had to have the latest system in order to play with your friends. But they're right? trying. They're, they're trying to break down those walls now, right? They're trying to get the, oh, yeah. those. Oh yeah, crossplay like, is like, becoming like, a bigger. Like, thing. let's get there. Yeah. You know, it's about time. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So, I mean, that's that's a gamble you run at, though. I mean, if you incentivize cross generational support and crossplay, then granted, there's always going to be the the hardcore demographic that's going to adopt in in just ingratiate themselves with the latest tech but you kind of cut yourself like a big portion of of that margin out because you really don't incentivize like the need to upgrade which granted the whole point is to make everything a little bit more accessible but not at the expense of, of potentially like you know stretching yourself too fucking thin and then under delivering mm-hmm. i don't know i I, I guess it's just a wait-and-see game. I kind of don't... That's the one thing, too. I mean, the whole... The anxiety of adopting, like... Like, there are people that I know of just before E3 that, like, didn't even anticipate 
that a, a new Elite controller would be unveiled at Microsoft that just like, cool, I just plunked $150 on my Elite One. Lame. Yeah. You know? So... <laughs> it's, this uh, one has a built-in battery, though, doesn't it? It does have a built-in battery. Um, so that is rad that it'll be able to charge, but, like, I... I don't know. I I just don't feel like there's there's enough to really kind of justify like I just improve like I don't know. The revision seems a little unnecessary. It's like the Street Fighter 2 of a controller. Like mm. Mm, I don't I don't this see the championship, championship edition, edition here, dog. <laughs> I was going to say same thing, yeah. <laughs> um but we can go ahead and uh, talk about some other stuff. Halo Infinite got a small little teaser, and a big part of that is it was going to be a launch title for the Scarlet, which... which surprising. I thought that was definitely going to hit this gen. I think it still will. So, like, like Sarah, Sarah was saying. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think mm. this is going to be Microsoft pulling a Breath of the Wild, which, sure. I mean, good on them. That would definitely yeah, work in their favor. And don't block out someone that can have a chance to play it if they have to get the new hardware. It, it's mm-hmm. I don't know what direction they plan on heading in and you know if anybody's beaten five, like I've beat 5 mm-hmm. and I I did not feel like the sto- like I, it doesn't feel like a, a fight is being finished. It feels like a fight is just going to keep going. I don't know. The, the way the way <laughs> the trailer played out in Infinite it almost seemed like it was almost like a reimagining of like old school Halo. Like cuz didn't he like originally get found in space after 3? Yeah. That almost seems like they're kind of like going back and kind of like doing that again. Like I think it, that was just more or less a callback. Okay. I didn't know if maybe that was like, like what they're going with like thematically. I, I, I mean, that's the bet. Like, that's the weird thing like that I see. And also, Gears 5. Um, Gears 5 is going heavy into multiplayer territory. Um, they have this weird new mode that they were really spending a lot of time about. Escape mode. Yeah. Which... They, they locked I, poor I, Xavier Woods underneath the stage and then didn't check on him. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's still down there now. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, it just seems like those thing. are going to be more of the same, but let's talk about Battletoads. How about that? I, okay, I I'm down to talk about Battletoads. About All right, so I've never seen such a division on the art style. I'm I'm about it. I like I'm kind of not. I'm kind of. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. that hate and it. I usually am yeah. into those kinds of like those those looks. I don't know. I was just. I think well, okay. Too much. I don't know. Attitude. I think. Um, it's got. I think a, it would have would have been better 3D if I'm totally honest. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's got a kind of neat. Like it's definitely got a Cal Arts vibe. Mm. Like it definitely looks like like God. Just like the same sort of art style that Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is using on Nickelodeon right now, or right. any other. It's probably goes kind of like for some reason I got like a weird like rat fink kind of like. <laughs> I don't well, know why. no, the what I think of is like the like later years of Ren and Simpy, like Bob Camp, but like meets like Brendan Small's like Squiggle Vision from like home movies. Okay. Like that's I'm the vibe gonna, I got. Adult Swim kind of. I'm yeah, not gonna like say it, that I hate it though. Like I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah. But it could be better. You would think it, after it was all definitely the talk a direction to take, and they really mm. didn't really like spend much time. Like, yeah, it's coming. Still, here's a quick like here's gameplay, and that's the, it. It's weird. It's not the okay. So what's funny is it's not the aesthetic that bothered me. It's that it looks like Rare doing Castle Crashers. That's mm. what kind of bothered me. That's fair. I can see that. And I, 
don't want that. I don't want that sort I don't know. It's going to be like Rocket Knight all over again where I'm like, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm still stoked for it. I, I kind of hope that, like, in addition to this, we also get, like, a Battletoads collection. But, like, I don't know who owns the rights to fucking Double Dragon anymore. Like, Double Dragon oh. is the new Tetris. Like, who the fuck owns the rights to it? There's, like, four different, like... The the most recent Double Dragon release was Double Dragon Four, and I don't even know who did it. I'm trying to remember. Was who it did wasn't it. Neon the last one they did. I think no, Axis, they, Axis oh. has it nowadays. Axis has it. Yeah. I well, think, yeah. So sure. Neon was the, Axis or Atlas, one of the two. Neon was the rad one that was hand drawn, and then uh, they did an NES remake yeah. like sequel. Okay. That's oh, like nice. okay. Um. But yeah. A few other, like, surpri- I mean, everything else, that's another thing. Like, I think what kind of took a lot of air out of E3 was a lot of the shit was leaked. So, I mean, um, kind typical, of other, right? Right. Other, like, reveals, weirdly enough, we got a Blair Witch game. I don't fucking, <laughs> I don't really know how exactly to kind of put my feelers out on that. Um, it It didn't really show a lot of gameplay either. But what's funny is when I saw it, I totally thought that was going to be Remedy's, like, control or maybe even a like continuation Alan of Alan Wake. Wake. Yeah, I got Alan Yeah, Wake I totally got Alan sure. Wake vibes. Mm-hmm. And then, no, Blair Witch, which, like, I don't know. Is Remedy, I don't even, they didn't even reveal who's working on it. They're just like, yeah, this is a thing. It's coming out. Um, We got the George Railroad Martin, uh, like, collaboration <laughs> with... <laughs> God fucking from software. Shit, that's that uh, Elden Ring thing ever. Okay, so <laughs> I and I I don't even know. I don't even know what's gonna exactly like. I, they weren't very clear on it because they're like, oh, it's a crossover. But I'm like, okay, is it like, is it actually gonna incorporate Game of Thrones? Like, or is it its own thing? Because it kept saying we're crossing over these minds. I'm like, well, okay. This marketing is really confusing. Like, what is this? Is this new? It looks new, but I don't, I don't know exactly how exciting that's gonna be. Just because I feel like people are still kind of sinking their teeth into Sekiro, and I feel like From Software has also got their, they've got their hands full supporting that. I imagine because Sony, I mean, that's another Sony. Oh no, it's not a Sony exclusive. It's on Xbox as well. I don't know how much support they're gonna give Sekiro. I just imagine they would give. Like some additional DLC, the way they've done with Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne. Um, I think people yeah, kind of came and went with that, though. They didn't really stick with it as much as they would stick oh with my like Dark God. Souls. Yeah, dude. A lot of people bounced off. I of just it. it the reason being is it because it like it it wants you to believe it's Tenchu with its stealth, and then like it kind of like it's a it's a very confusing game as far as its identity. Like mm-hmm. I really, really, really like it, but like it just doesn't have the balance of the other games. Like I I think they kind of stepped out of their territory a little too far. But I, nonetheless, I'm excited to see like more on Elden Ring. Um, real quick, you mentioned Games Pass uh, real, like earlier, so you were referring to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, mm-hmm. which 15 bucks you get both Xbox, and, which is weird because like, the way they market Games Pass, they don't really make it clear that you need Xbox Live in addition to it. You can't just pay the $9.99 for Games Pass. That's not true. So, Oh, you do not, need games. Not pa- now. Now, now I think you pay the fifteen, and you're locked in for all that. But I mean, I didn't have Xbox Live Gold, and I was paying for Game Pass. 
Okay. Yeah. See, and like that's the thing. I didn't know if that like that's what I'm trying to say. I'm very confused. Sure. As to whether and, or not and you have like your games with gold, then you have your Game Pass games, and then I thought that if it was Microsoft first party, it was. I, I figured they discontinued games with gold. It's still so a thing. Have games Pass. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Well, Why? I don't know. See, I, I don't know now. Like you said that you're confused about that. I'm not sure if you can have any other option now other than Ultimate. I don't know. Because um, cause people that had Xbox Live Gold already, like say if you had bought a bunch of cards when they were on sale and you had Xbox Live Gold until like next year, it gives or you that time. After. It gives you that time with Ultimate. So if you upgrade to Ultimate, it cancels your Gold membership, rolls you into this Ultimate but they will credit you the time that you had on your gold membership. So I know people that had cards loaded up to where they're good for Xbox Live Gold until 2020. Well, now they're good for Xbox Games Pass Ultimate until 2020. Like, it credits you that time, which is actually a really good fucking deal because you're getting the extra benefits but not paying anything extra because you already had gold locked in for, you know, however many months. So it's it's cool. I, I'm, I'm definitely, like, in, in like... When did when did X when did Games Pass Ultimate release? Like they that day they did the beta. Oh, it's already out. Ultimate right? was that day, and if you signed up, I think like that day you got for a dollar for your first month. You got it for a dollar. Yeah, and they might still be yeah. rolling that and promotion. I'm not sure, but they're and then they're doing like another big thing was games for Windows. Like PC mm-hmm. can get Games Pass there too, mm-hmm. which I found like it's pretty lacking I, right I, now. I, I yeah, yeah. but. I, I kind of hope that, that gets fluffed out. I don't know. Like, the PC storefront is just weirdly competitive. It's just fucking weird yeah. um, at the moment. Uh, going back to Gears 5 real quick, we did get a release date. Also, another Terminator fucking crossover, as mentioned. Uh, we'll, we'll I think we'll mention a Terminator one more time. Uh, there's only two crossovers. I, I think. Ghost, Ghost Recon, Recon had one? <laughs> yeah, Ghost Recon had one, this, and then maybe there's a third one. WWE 2K20 oh. is going to have the Terminators. Oh, my bonus God, game. I would hope not. I would hope or not. Once. Or, or the new Contra game. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Ninja Theory showed off a really weird, like, Overwatch-ass-looking, mm. like, melee game called Bleeding I Edge. I got, like, and like, Brink. Like, just weird flashbacks to Brink when I saw that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. Or Fracture. Like, I don't. I don't remember that one. I think that one was uh no 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 which is the one that Insomniac did. They may have done both. Remember Insomniac did one. Fuck. It starts with a fucking F too. I'll google it. Okay. Um but uh aside from that the one of the other big stealth announcements fucking Microsoft acquired Double Fine. Yep. So Tim Schafer was up they, there doing Tim Schafer ass stuff. Pretty fun. So now, uh, you know, among the ranks of their second parties, like uh, Rare, we have Double Fine. Um, and then, again, I believe last year they acquired Ninja Theory. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are the those are the big gets, which if Bleeding Edge is what they've got, let's, I know, let's hope for the best. And then other than that, uh, we saw a lot of fucking crazy ID at Xbox uh, reveals and montages. Um one thing that I saw that was looked really neat was Way to the Woods. That looked like uh, if you took the concept of Tokyo Jungle but made it way more lighthearted oh, sure. and story driven. Yeah. Um. And I think I, I mean, am I missing anything else for Microsoft? The only thing that I thought was kind of weird. I don't know. People either super excited about it or super baffled by it. Uh, Fantasy Star Online Two. Dude. Coming to the Xbox. Okay. One. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 
I am super like well okay there's certain Asia like uh, copies that yeah. like actually like where you can b- play the game in English yeah, you, I it, think I have there's, it there's workarounds that have been around for a couple years yeah so I don't know I'm just happy to play it proper but like I can't imagine like what how they're going to divide the the infrastructure because you're going to have like there's got to be a way where you can power level or catch up from all the people that have literally been playing it for like the last eight years. There, yeah, like I think doesn't doesn't fourteen do something like that, Sarah? Where like you can jump in, like they'll give you like a boost to like get where people are playing when a new expansion comes out, or is that not? Uh, <clears throat> you have to buy it, uh, but you can like buy your way directly to like level sixty or seventy gotcha. or whatever. I thought maybe it came like Story with the skip, expansion yeah. or something. Like they give you like a boost when you jump in or something. Nah, okay. not quite. But um, I don't know. That. I think. <laughs> I think they're actually um, there's a campaign right now where you can get like an entire expansion for free, mm. just to sort of catch up. I think it's like Stormblood or something like that. Fuse, that's the fucking game I oh, was shit. talking about. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. dude, that, wasn't that the cover based one, like third person, like over the shoulder? Yeah, cover-based? that was all right. That game was kind of all right. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, totally with the, the decoys and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 that game was kind of all right. Shit. Yeah, but it failed well. hard. Yeah, yeah, it bounced off. I remember that game though, man. Shit, that's got me fucking pumped about that now. I totally, yeah, <laughs> dude, but I remember that release alongside Fracture, and I'm trying to remember who fucking did Fracture now. I think that was, su- no, it couldn't have been Sucker Punch. I don't know. I feel like those two play off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I am super stoked on Fantasy Star Online 2. I was yeah. not expecting that. I was excited, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I played it for a hot minute, but could not find any English playing, like, mm-hmm. English speaking players, so I kind of... Mm, and then, like, I, I still need to find time to get into Realm Reborn. Mm-hmm. So, Realm Reborn. <laughs> it's been such a long time since I've heard that. <laughs> it's proper name. It's original name. That's just, that's just like 2.0. Mm-hmm. We're all the way up to, like, 4.5 now. <laughs> I... So, and that's a thing, too. They're, I, I believe Square is, like, teasing, like, a master release. So... Like I can probably hop on. I don't know. Well, we'll like, I think it's like time to hop on the square. Jesus Christ. So everything's getting remastered. Like, fucking everything. Um, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, Romancing Saga, fucking uh, Crystal Chronicles. Mm. Um, weird choice, by the way, for Final Fantasy VIII, but I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll probably enjoy it this time around. I, I, I don't think I've gone back to that game since it's prime. So I like to talk shit on it, but it's just such a weird I system. S- I still very highly believe that if it was called anything else but Final Fantasy, it would have such a cult following now. Like a ridiculous cult following. Like a Grandia-style cult following? Yeah, or like Valkyrie Profile. You know what's funny, too? Like, the Grandia HD collection is coming out soon. I don't. Was that in the presser? I didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. One. But that's coming out fairly soon, and I figured Square would at least mention it. Oh, but it's not Square, though. It's game arts. That's yeah. what. That's right. 
Fuck. Oh, yeah, because Square published the third one. That's why I get them fucking mixed up. Uh, Square didn't do Legend of published, Dragoon, did it? Oh, you know what? Yeah, they did yeah. publish Grandia 3, didn't they? Yeah, so I always get that mixed up. And, yes, yeah, Square... Yeah, no, Square did not do it. Legend of Dragoon. Okay. That's all Sony. I was wondering Sony, why that one yeah. hadn't been re-released yet. <laughs> I mean, I don't, e- I don't even think it got re-released in the classic, which is weird. Yeah, it is no. weird. Fit um, but the big, the other big game on the show that like we can talk about is final fantasy seven. And I've, I've got mixed feelings. I, I'm very excited. It looks stunning. Mm-hmm. It fucking looks amazing. It also looks like such a hard sell in terms of like the actual content that you get. I really like, it's so weird because Square is being so duplicitous. Like in, in in the early goings, they were very transparent about the episodic nature of it. And then with touting all these fucking complete editions and collector's editions and going into like all the massive content, it made it seem as though they abandoned that. But then you keep realizing that you're literally seeing nothing but Midgar. And then no, huh. they're sticking to it. It's still fucking episodic. You're, you're, like going through like the first essentially five to six hours of the original game, which makes me think like, how do you stretch that out? Cause like, okay. And I'm, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, cause your memory of the game might be way better than mine. <laughs> we'll you see. have Midgar, you know, you run into Aerith, mm-hmm. you then like deal with the golden nugget, which is, I still think in Midgar, or the golden saucer, sorry. Or is that when you is that after you leave Midgar? That's well after. God damn it. Yeah, see what the fuck like I don't even know and like does so Sephiroth like, even fucking show up in Midgar? I think he might like right No, near he the shows end. up in that he shows up in Nibelheim. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, dude, he shows up I in I do fucking... know. Like you, you still have to go through like the Shinra building and all that. Right. Wait, wait. <laughs> The Shinra building, like, two reactors and, then like, the slums. That's what I remember from Midgar. How yeah. the fuck do you stretch that out into a $70 game or $60 game that, like, the game is not going to be longer than 12 hours? I, I promise I'm you. I'm calling it right I, now. I promise that when this is released, um, fans of everything, or fans of anything that Square has ever done will never ask for another thing to be remade ever again. Uh. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is what it's gonna be. What it's gonna end up being, gotta be just, lesson. This game is never coming out. Uh, that's a good possibility. I I, I did not play through seven. Not so in its entirety. This might be the best option for me now to play it this way. But at the same point, yeah, like is that? Look at Final Fantasy 15 though. Like they abandoned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what no, are they, they gonna didn't. do with this? They did. There's, Dude, there's like they released five or six... like over ten episodes of downloadable but they content. They were committed there's to that. Too they much shit. To that of Final Fantasy they had 15. to release that because they were already committed to it. They couldn't cancel. No, that there, there was there was a bunch that was axed, though. Dude, a whole bunch of it was axed. So... Did it go into the royal uh, you know edition what? or no? Wait, what? Did like the extra stuff they axed? Did that end up like making its way into the royal edition, or just didn't happen? I don't think so. It just didn't happen. Oh. Okay, but all right. No joke. How many episodes are already out, downloadable wise? I don't know. Four There's like four or five, four, right? Yeah. It's not like There's Final Fantasy episodes. 15 was even a great game. Like oh. I played just a few hours of it, and I'm just like, fuck this. I've got better things to play. Dude, 
there's hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours in it. But he, doesn't he, matter. He's talking, he's talking about more of the quality over grab the me. quantity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I've, it doesn't I've matter mixed, if there's a hundred hours if there are a hundred boring hours. There's been mixed reviews of Final Fantasy since 13, so I mean, I don't know yeah. if we're really gonna. There's always gonna be, you know, both sides of that argument. There's been mixed reviews from 12. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't. I could care less about that's 12. Fair. See, that's what uh, I mean. Um, but I don't know. I personally really liked 15. I'm happy that that battle system is being adapted to an extent, but they're also kind of juxtaposing it with like an active time battle dynamic mm. where you can kind of, you know what it gave me? It gave me vibes of super giant games, transistor, like super gave me vibes. If it's going to play like that in that sort of dynamic, I'm all for it. Mm. Um, so I, with that being said, I don't, I don't know how exactly Square is going to... I don't like that Square is sticking to Final Fantasy Remake. Like, I don't know what this game is supposed to appeal to anymore. Because, like, there's so many there's so many aspirations towards, like, you know, people, like, enjoying this game in its entirety. And, like, I don't even know how much... Like, a, a boss fight that they showed off in a gameplay demo took roughly the, the, the spider mech from the very first reactor... That boss normally takes no more than, like, five minutes. I'm being generous with that. Like, it's a very just, like, easy win boss. Dude, they fought that thing for, like, fucking 20 minutes through, like, four different, like, spectacle, like, scenarios. I don't I don't know what it's doing, but, like, I kind of hope the game isn't being stretched out into something that just forgets itself. Cause like when when was this remake first announced? Like the genuinely first. They announced at E three, I think, two years ago, maybe three. Where they kind of. I feel like it was. It was the same year. It wasn't the same year that they announced the Shenmue remake, or the third. It was. No, it was the year after. Year after. Okay. So. I just remember a lot of people. Shenmue was announced twenty fifteen, so twenty sixteen, so three years. Which. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. This is, looks like three years worth of development, sure. uh, given all the other projects. And the fact they had, didn't they have like actually go back and kind of start over? Yeah, or like yeah, take a like a big like step back. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm I don't want to episodic. Yeah, I I don't want to dour on the game. It looks incredible. I just don't know what we're getting or what it's supposed to appeal to in this like sort of release schedule and like. Square has always been known to like price, like just gouge the shit like out of the premium of its own name. So that's the one thing I'm kind of like eh, effy about. Um, but as far as the other releases, really, um, we got the remasters that I mentioned earlier, and then there was Marvel's Avengers, yeah. which don't i don't like from what i gathered in in the showing of that it was basically like crystal dynamics doing like a what seemed like a squad based action adventure game a la tomb raider but like multiplayer with friends and i don't know how well that's gonna play out but that game looks pretty like it i i know it's like too early to say it looked rough but i don't know what it's trying to do either and like it it didn't do well for the game being shown at the same like conference that Marvel's Ultimate Alliance sure. three was with with being no gameplay. I mean, it was like behind closed door gameplay. So all we've seen is just a trailer 
Um, well, no, I mean, didn't we see gameplay of like them on the bridge in San Francisco? So, yeah, so that's kind of weird because it's kind of blended in quickly with see like, like with, with cutscene stuff. So it it is gameplay, but they only do like really quick snippets of it. So you don't really get a full breadth of like, okay, this is gameplay for a continuation or like a long like a long enough amount of time to see like this is what you're doing in in gameplay. Like it's very quick. So the way they kind of had edited that into the trailer, just it didn't seem like it was doing it any favors. Um, I'm I'm hopeful, but it's like, do we need this game? Like I was really expecting yeah. it to be like an RPG, like 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 a really like traditional ass RPG, and I was kind of excited about that prospect. For it to be a third person, like action game, I, I, I we had that Spider Man, like just play Spider Man. Yeah. So I don't. I it's weird too, cause like, well, I mean, I feel like that's more in Crystal Dynamics wheelhouse, so. Mm-hmm. Only time will really tell yeah. there. Um, it's not out for a while, I, even. It's like not even out until next year, so there's time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this stuff is like aiming for March of 2020 yeah. and beyond. Getting out before end of fiscal. God, so much hitting March. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the end of fiscal um, year for their for their uh, their profits and stuff. Yeah, but aside from that, um, well, fuck, dude, more remasters. I totally forgot. Uh, Last remnant. Got remastered and oh, yeah. it's out on Switch now. I guess, which is a good goddamn it's game, all right? But I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess, well, if it's out right now, I guess that's something. Like, like, I don't know. Oh yeah, I remember you and I played it like together, and you weren't feeling. it. I wasn't into it. I was more into uh, Infinite Undiscovery, which I think you grabbed for me at one point. That was a good game. I like that. That was Bears, a good game Bears too. Yeah. Every day. Um, Infinite Undiscovery. I, you know what? Yeah, I liked Infinite Undiscovery more. I totally forgot Freaking about that. Dude, there the was win. so for a while, like you were just fucking neck deep in RPGs because there's another RPG that I totally fell off on. I need to go back and play Lost, Lost Goddamn on. Odyssey. Yes. Oh yes, yeah, sir. yeah. I got the disc three of that and it just kind of stopped. Oh dude, I no didn't, real I reason. Wish I got that did. far. I just, I come on falling asleep reading the damn memories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Which is surprised, like Microsoft has game is amazing. I'm, though. I wonder if that's backwards compatible on Xbox One. I think it is. If they've done. I think it is. Oh my god! Sure I'm I'm kind of interested in seeing how it looks because mm-hmm. the work they've done, like, I still like, dude. If you guys own a copy of Orta, put Orta in your fucking Xbox One. It is insane. <sighs> you're in, what you're assuming that I've got an Xbox One. <laughs> well, dude, you would have if Cave I, went through with what they said they were going to do, right? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. They well, went to PlayStation instead. Yep. Just saying. <laughs> sure did. I think before we move on to Ubisoft, because we did skip over them, do them real quick, um, I feel like Sarah's the only real authority here to talk about the Saga games. How are you feeling about the Saga games, dude? I mean, I'm glad that they're sort of happening. Uh, which ones again were announced for Saga? Romancing Saga 3 and Sar- uh, Saga Scarlet, Grace Ambitions. Ooh, that's a new one. Um, yeah. They're doing, they're kind of doing the same thing they're doing with Mana. So mm. we're like, which, you know, I when we get to Nintendo, I'm going to be excited Man, to talk about that. R- Romancing Saga is a series for people who love to punish themselves. <laughs> like it's, like Todd Howard. <laughs> such a, Todd Howard's favorite. It's a really, like, it's, I, I don't think I want to call it obscure, but it's definitely archaic in the way that it does things. Uh, the romancing the romancing saga series, as opposed to say Saga Frontier or the original Saga series, sort of stands alone in that it is as hard as it is. 
Um, but it also has like really intricate stuff that goes into the battle system, which I think arguably makes them more fun than a Final Fantasy, right? Um, formations I... and, and weapon combinations play a big part in how well you'll do in battle. So it's good that they're finally getting released over here. Like I think Romancing Saga 2 made it to the Switch last year. Huh. And uh, Romancing Saga 1 was remade on PlayStation 2. That was yes, the... Yes, that was the one that everybody hated, too. North America's first taste of it, and I don't know. Um, yeah. I've got all three on Super it. Famicom, right? Uh, had to Same. get those for sure. And but yeah, I'll grab three for sure. That was a ama- that was an amazing entry. Might be a different climate now for those kinds of games. So like you said, when it came out on PS2, everyone kind of hated it. They just weren't ready for that kind of game. I think now with RPGs going a different direction than some people want it to be, this might be the perfect thing for people at one. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a neo uh, JRPG renaissance or something sure. like that. I sure. don't know. Bring it back. Like neo retro like, JRPG. Because I, I didn't get a chance to really check out the, uh, more details about the uh, Crystal Chronicles remastered. But mm. hearing, I, I could have sworn I read something where you can, you know, use your mobile phones with it to recreate the GBA link cable. <sighs> Like I would, <laughs> okay. dude. Sure, I'd be so fucking down with that. I would like. Right. I mean, who thought? Who would have thought that like a second screen like game would get released in 2019 after it failed so this hard? It would be my. <laughs> there you go, dude. Ginormous uh, thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's Square Enix. I mean, we don't really have a lot to touch on with uh, Ubisoft because Ubisoft really kind of more fucking uh, Terminator. So Ghost mm-hmm. Recon uh, Breakpoint kind of it's teasing a beta, which I don't know. I think the star of Ubisoft, like the thing that kind of like commanded the conversation from their show is um, Watchdog Legions. So, uh, with Watchdog Legion, apparently the big promise is that you can take over any NPC. See, which they say that, but I feel like that's all kind of scripted from what it looked like in gameplay. Like when I saw them doing that, like playthrough, it got me thinking about remember um, Mill Earth, the first Watchdogs reveal. No, so so Mill Earth, Shadow of War, Shadow of. Mordor, right? Like the the like the flip of that, like the I don't know if it's like a nemesis system where like the enemies would like try to come back and like you know uh, get revenge on you killing like you know one of their commanders, and so they had like the nemesis system where they ranked up, and you would you know have different encounters with different nemesis nemes nemesis 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 I, actually that's what it is it's nemesis so, yeah. so i feel like it's kind of like <laughs> it's like the flip of that like you're playing you know a part of dead sec if they die you know you jump to another one and you kind of have to like you know uh get revenge for your fallen you know comrade um but i feel like it is very it's, it's going to be heavily scripted. it's going to be limited it's very limited yeah yeah 
Not, not you know Chad. what that reminds me of? They're in like I think it was a game that was developed by Shiny Entertainment. It was a really fucking weird, nuanced game that I think might be on Steam. Does anybody remember Messiah, where you'd play as that uh, Bob the Angel, and then you had to possess like it was a shooter, and you had to possess like dudes with guns. I'm gonna show note it. Okay. I'm gonna actually see if it's on Steam too. But I remember it was like such a big fucking release, and that's what it totally reminded me of. Hmm. And in Bob that game, the Angel. Yeah, you were Bob the Angel. You look Bob. like the stereotypical nice. ass like Renaissance art angel. Like I can't remember. There's a there's a technical term for it. Like the Ralpho do. Here, I'm looking this shit up right mm-hmm. now. I'm gonna see if Messiah because. I may be wrong. It may not have been developed by um, Shine Entertainment. Um, okay, yeah, it is on Steam. I, and I was right. It was developed by Shiny. And it is such a huh. weird fucking game. Um, but I remember it was one of the biggest deals in the late 90s. Like, it was to stand contender with uh, Half-Life. And, um, oh, yeah, no, it totally did not no, do that. No, uh, but they thought I was going to. But, like, it had a very similar premise where you, like, would just... Another game did that, too, and it was also Nintendo published, fucking Geist. Oh, yeah. So, those are all the vibes that I got from Mm -hmm. Watch Dog Legions. But, again, the possession and what you can do in, like, the certain limitations between who you took over versus who you didn't, I feel like, at this point, like, Ubisoft is going to try to really play off the illusion of, of agency here, but... I, I think it's more or less swapping one character model for another and or, or skin for a skin. Like the GGA thing I, where like you jump from like Trevor to whoever the other guys right. are. But like, like jump across the map to him and you just kind of take over and play that right. character. Yeah. Which I know it can be done, but I, I don't feel like it's as intriguing. Like you'd have to do something really, really fucking intriguing. Like if you're going to do like some Super Mario Odyssey ass shit with this, then like I, I think that like – you know, like, hey, like, get me a security guard that, like, can only get access to this. Or, like, you know, you need to learn how to drive a truck, but you don't know how. But you take over this person that does. Like, something to that sure, effect. Sure, Like, you get dropped that's, in, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. like, I, I feel that's going to be, like, I, the best way to kind of really, like, punch down with this hook because mm. otherwise like i i don't know i'm not seeing the appeal but I'm, I'm sold as on. far as the i'm sold on just because i am just like fucking nana's fucking shit up like real real <laughs> old school shit just fucking up dude oh yeah dude this is some oh jesus what is that like weird british movie it's got jason statham in it are you just snatch Snatch, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah just totally gave me vibes of oh, Snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I actually, got, I get a lot of that too, for sure. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go there, but yeah, I, I and you did. I, I figured that's where and I that's, was. Yeah. I hey man, like uh, a hug and a handshake. I love thank you. You too. But sure. um, yeah, aside from that, I'm I'm interested to see like the dynamic they incorporate because I feel like it's definitely not going to meet. I don't know. I, I feel like it's definitely more watchdog hype, which I would hope that the series wouldn't regress into after like two fostered so much goodwill. Um, lots of expansions. There was uh, expansions for division two um, that they were kind of touting as far as uh, doing that. Apparently there's going to be a 
don't know. Ubisoft is going to try to do something weird to compete with Rocket League. Roller sure, champions. Sure. Yeah. Which, all right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but, like, that's kind of a weird flex. Like, I don't know what what direction they hope to accomplish or, like, or what base really tackle. I don't know. Um, I'm okay. So, what was the uh, Ghost Recon? What was the last one that came out that was even Wild like Wildlands? Wildlands which, yeah. man, is all right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, I I think it was just overshadowed by everything else out there. I don't, well, so they kept, I don't they even kept, know what different things like you had Rainbow Six, you had Ghost Recon, you had Division, like. It, oh yeah, Rainbow Six is getting more expansions too. Getting, getting well, they're they're keeping Siege where it is, just releasing new content, and then they did the Outbreak stand like the Outbreak summer event last summer they did for Siege is now being spun off into its own game, which is kind of like a like a zombies mode kind of cooperative thing. Um, and then there's another like isn't there another uh, they kind of hinted at Splinter Cell maybe, like that's possibly going to happen but they haven't said anything no they're doing a they're doing a weird mobile game now tom clancy's elite squad that's where sam fisher is oh fuck are you kidding me yeah you didn't so they're doing this it's it's basically going to be a mobile rpg because those are the like you know if looney tunes is doing it and disney's doing it i love that fucking tom clancy's got to do it the rpg on there man (laughs) Battle mode or whatever so the fuck it's called. I love that shit. Every so every Tom Clancy main series like Splitter Cell, uh, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, all of them they're they're all taking key characters and crossing them over into this weird like project cross zone ass. Deserve more. He re- I don't know, man. I yeah, the last Michael time we Ironside's saw him was double agent. He still needs to. <laughs> well, okay, maybe he doesn't need to, but he 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 will want to <laughs> still be Sam Fisher. Jeez, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I like, I would like to go back and play some Splitter Cell games and see how well they've aged. Probably not very, but but Blacklist was the last yeah. one we got, and that was 2012. Oh my god, it was Blacklist because I kept thinking Double Agent. I totally yeah, forgot Blacklist about Blacklist. Was the last one, it was seven years ago. Yep. God I damn. Know. I keep on thinking. Yeah, it's really. I don't know. I feel like like it's definitely set the groundwork. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like, uh, if they're going to do anything with Splinter Cell and I'm calling it right now, they're going to do like some advanced warfare like style take on it. And it's just going to be like Robot Sam, Sam Fisher in a head in a jar and like, or he's a cyborg. <laughs> I mean, if he, if, it, and, if, like, if he's like Krang or something like that, then yeah, that fucking works. <laughs> yes. That's fine. <laughs> I'm totally down for that. Um, but Fisher. yeah, I, I love it. Aside from that, like, yeah, they, Ubisoft then like made a grown man like fucking parade his dog around on stage. Don't get me wrong, like I'm I'm good with dogs, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. It's it's just it's still weird that that, that was like this whole thing. But uh, to top it out, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got Gods and Monsters, which was the uh, Assassin's Creed team, basically doing their take on Breath of the Wild, but with Greek mythology. So I don't know if they like really liked what they did with Odyssey and they're just like, Hey, like, you know, let's like double down on this and didn't get to see much. It looked like fine, but I, I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to 
really touch upon the fact that you're going to fucking do something inspired by Breath of the Wild when Nintendo fucking dropped the bombshell that it did during its mm-hmm. uh, fucking direct, which uh, I think is a good transition point. Not much else to really cover in the fact that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is a no-show, but like Ubisoft did have the you know courtesy of letting everybody know prior that, hey, it's not going to be there. We're still fucking around mm-hmm. with it. Um, I the only thing that happened in the PC show that I really want to talk about because like I, I and then I just want like a couple minutes to really talk about it because it's not going to be talked about or covered anywhere else. Is Shenmue three? Uh, Shenmue three did get its release date pushed to November nineteenth. There was more gameplay. Um, Yu Suzuki did promise that like basically there is way more combat than the first two games where the first one did not have much combat until the later end of the game. The second one is almost purely half of it's almost all combat. Uh, this one is almost, again, it's repeating that almost all combat. Um, the bastard, like when he f- promised in the Kickstarter that this was going to finish the story. Nope. He revealed that this is going to take Shenmue through 40% of its arc with the f- previous two entries. So, <laughs> We still have a 60% ways to go, and the success of Shenmue 3 will depend on that. So, yeah. cool. The, the, um, the also, fans dirty, it sounds like. Yeah, tons of backlash, because apparently as well, uh, the PC release is going to be an uh, Epic Store exclusive. Mm-hmm. It just done ruffled a lot of everyone's jimmies. Sure. Which I still don't fucking get. I, I just don't get. Like... I, somebody on Twitter tried to break it down for me. They're just like, okay, because they like saw my comment and they like heard what I said on the show, where it's just like it's a fucking, like it's a twenty second client mm-hmm. that you just open up, like it's just, that's it. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it doesn't have the reliability or stability of of Steam. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the support of, of Valve, which you know, arguably Valve support isn't much to brag about to begin with, mm-hmm. and. Like I'm, I'm still you're, like you're still not selling me. Like, cause like Steam isn't that great. Ste- Steam, you just think it's that great because we've used it as long as we have. There, there are not many advantages to it over that of the. Cause you're so ultimately, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my guns. It's still just a fucking separate client that will take you 20 seconds to download and open. Yeah, I. I, mean, it, I mean, at least at le- I don't in know. this particular incident, I think it's just that people are upset because it was outlined in the kickstarter that the pc version would be on steam and now they're taking that away it's like when they do a kickstarter for a game and then they cancel the vita version which those only few people that had a vita and they were getting it for the vita are gonna be pissed off but you know by and large it's not gonna affect a whole lot much more than that but for those people those few they're like getting on pc not getting on steam now like they were entitled to that and also i'd heard just this is just through reporting i don't know if it's legit or not that they were not honoring refunds because of this so if you wanted a refund on it because it was going to Epic and not Steam, they would not honor that refund. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm sorry, Andrew. It's going to play in the same fucking machine. Yeah. Why? What, like, justify that for me. Like, please, if you could take... And, and like, I don't give a fuck if it's Shenmue mm-hmm. or, or, or Alien Soldier 2. I don't give a fuck what game <laughs> it is. Justify for me... Why the fuck would anyone, like, like how? How would, why would you refund that? You can fucking play it still. No one's stopping sure, you from sure. playing it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, absolutely. 
I, I don't. People I, have to crocodile get over tears, their ladies and, and gentlemen. Do Boo yeah. fucking who? Yeah. I don't care that it's like this is this is a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to do a piece on it. I want to do an investigative piece on it. I want to get like I really want to get deep down in the fucking burrows and depths of like Steam forums, 4chan forums. Like I really want to hear the Reddit. Like I want to fucking climb those goddamn trenches. I want to hear like sensible arguments. Like I'm I will get through all of reset era. I will do it's it. It's the internet, man. You'll never get anything reasonable. I just, there's no, like, the one thing that you should be, like, uh, about is that Limited Run is handling the collector's edition. No, no gripe on Limited Run, but, like, I that doesn't make me feel like the collector's edition is very accessible to those who didn't kickstart it. I don't even know how they're handling that. Like, that is that is more of a topic to me than the, the epic story. Mm-hmm. Dude, the comments that I fucking read, like, people fucking died so you can do them dirty. Uh-huh. No one's being done dirty. Yeah. No one. I, I I don't know. I I, I will carry this conversation to a, a, another day. But I just found it interesting that like people. I'm just I'm happy it's out and I'm happy it's got a, a fucking release date. So like, there's that. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. We are finishing here. I like to think fairly strong. <laughs> There's a Panzer Dragoon remake that's gonna be on fucking Nintendo Switch. How I mean, do you? That's pretty awesome. It's fucking rad, it's, right? It is rad, yeah. So Nintendo sort of did the uh, the whole Star Fox thing well ahead of Panzer Dragoon, which was two. It was two years before Panzer Dragoon, but arguably Panzer Dragoon does it better. Agreed. Um, and it'll be great to see it uh, in all of its remade splendor on a system that can really handle the kind of uh, vision that the original game had. I, you know, (laughs) and again, remind me, remind me guys. Cause like, I'm going to fucking go back and do it. I'm going to play Crimson Dragoon. Cause like, I feel like no one (laughs) remembers that goddamn game, but like Andromeda. Yeah. Just like, still one of my most viewed videos. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't know why it kind of went by the wayside the way it did, but um, so many bombshell announcements that like I I was not expecting. Uh, fucking Contra Rogue Core. There's a new con and Sarah. Would you believe it? It is playing like fucking Neo Contra. I mean, I never played Neo Contra. I. Th- no, did we I not pl- just talk about this in the last one? How you didn't like Shattered Soldier, but you liked Neo Contra. Uh, no, no, I uh, I didn't like Shatacholja because it was really hard. But Neo Contra looks more for, looked more forgiving, but I never got around to getting it. That's oh, you should get it. Yeah, it's dope. I know. And it- I want to, but it's you know finding a copy that's reasonably priced for what it is. You know, 
Sorry. Is that game is that game expensive? Probably not, but I mean around here it's hard to find, so I have to go other places and it's just kind of a hassle. I'm surprised that didn't show up in the Contra collection. It's weird what showed up. Like why the fuck would anybody play Probotector? Nobody wants that shit. Put in the MSX <laughs> copy. Like right? nobody wants Come it. Come on. Um <clears throat> but anyway, uh Rocord looked fucking rad and weird as shit with a panda fucking bear. I mean, like everything gun. else though, everyone shit on it because oh it's not like it's not actually called Contra, is it? Is it yeah, called Contra? It's yeah, Contra okay. Rocor. So like yeah, everyone still shit on it though because oh, it's like too much like Neo Contra, which I always thought was a good game, uh, based on everyone's uh, like feedback on it. I don't know a guy that doesn't like Contra uh, or Neo Contra. So you can find why? plenty of dudes that don't like Legacy of War though. So not a very good. Game, I mean, that's the only it? other similar game. <laughs> um, yeah, but there is yeah. so some of the big Nintendo heavies. So. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, fuck me up with some mm. Gooigi. <laughs> like, oh man, I cannot wait to play that co-op. I, I'm i just so happy that it's going the direction it is and that there is even like this weird little arcade mode to mm. it. Like, Luigi's Mansion was one of the like unsung franchises and I feel like the sequel going to 3DS and not getting the attention. Dude, so happy. Also, kind of like I, sh- I don't even know why I'm, I pointed it out, but I wanted to point out you guys notice the severe lack of 3DS titles. Yeah. Like, I think the last 3DS game that commercially released was Persona Q Labyrinth. Yeah, the second one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then yeah, it just come so, out. Like, I think that, that just I came think, out. And even yes. then, like, eh, yeah. Like, like, like no one even really said anything about it. I mm-hmm. think it's safe to say that 3DS is Dunion Rings. Like, I mean, I've been saying that for the last year, but right, no one but like you know, <laughs> it's had some. There's been some weird releases here and there. Like I still forget that Yoshi's Woolly World got like a weird sequel on the 3ds. Um, it was like two years ago, though, wasn't it? No, I think that was last year. All right, well, still over a year ago. Right, right. Um, Mario Maker. I, I mean, again, 3ds kind of went out like in a. Like it went out with like a quiet bang. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Uh, I think the last big, big uh, property that went to it was the Metroid Two remake, which I'm surprised that Nintendo hasn't already like ported that to Switch just to get some like, you know, just to appease extra the content people out of it. Since they have nothing on for for Prime. Yeah, yeah, Metroid Prime Four was no fucking show, <laughs> which was weird. It is kind of weird, isn't it? Um, Sword and Shield gameplay was shown. A uh, big revelation I got again. Everybody's Jimmy's ruffled. Also, I can see the like I can I can see the outrage a little bit, but also the writing was kind of on the wall. We're hit. I think we're gonna scratch a thousand, depending on like how many Pokemon are released in Sword and Shield. Ain't nobody's gonna render over a thousand goddamn fucking Pokemon into a game that's already kind of pushing and doing what it can to the point where they're like they're oh dude just the conspiracy theories around like comparing the trees in sword and shields environment to that of the low fidelity of like Ocarina of times, like tree models. Like I, I like the tinfoil hats were fucking pretty hardcore with this, um, I, with, with this reveal. I don't know, man. I, yeah, 
I I, was, yeah. I don't like I'm fine with the national decks not being a thing. Like there's there's so many unused Pokemon. There's so many unused Pokemon. And if honestly there are plenty of other generations that are still wildly still like they're it's all still supported by Nintendo. If you want to use those Pokemon, no one's stopping you from using the previous playing the previous entries. Like cuz there's still like plentiful online support to play with other people that still own those games. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um but kind of found that whole thing to be like eh. Now before we jump into Animal Crossing because I don't know how big the three of us are really in Animal Crossing, let's get fucked up with some Breath of the Wild 2 reveal. So what did you guys think about that little teaser? Hmm. I actually had to go out and buy it for the Switch because I had the Wii U version and didn't play a lot of it, and I never had it on Switch. I was like, well, shit, I better play this on Switch now. <laughs> Do you ever finish it, no. by the way? <laughs> no, not at all. So I was going to say, I figured you guys might go into some spoiler territory, but I, I just got it. No, okay. I, dude, I, I'm i near the end. Uh, that much I can oh. say. I am. I have done none of the DLC, mm-hmm. which I completely forgot. There's, there's a, a bunch of DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it looks rad. So, I, mean, I like that. Like a lot of people are drawing comparisons to Majora's Mask, and you know, I think that that's definitely the direction they should go with that. Absolutely. I personally, I really, really hope when like somebody was um, so Onima and and gang when they were talking about it, they drew inspiration from two games that like that you're going to see like some influences in Breath of the Wild 2 according to interviews. Uh Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. which is weird. Uh the second one's God of War. And I could only hope that this iteration given all of the fan outcry mm-hmm. from when it was previously released um or previously like you know leading up to the release that they do, in fact, give players the ability to play as sure. Zelda and maybe have Link kind of play the role of Atreus, where he's more of a support character. And it seems like she's I, portrayed in and kind of showcased in that trailer enough to where you would probably think that... You might get be, that yeah, vibe. Yeah. Sure. Like, she's going to be a main pro-tag. Yeah. And it w- I don't know. Um, I haven't beaten Breath of the Wild, but imagining like given that that's a big theme and the fact that like of all the characters in Breath of the Wild, just from the flashbacks and everything you get, like she's the one with the most depth. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like that's a natural progression. Also, it would allow Nintendo to do everything that they wanted to maintain. They wanted to maintain that Zelda be the prominent female figure. They want to maintain that Link be a mute. If you give Zelda a voice and a personality and you have her take the lead and you can satisfy like that want to, you know, instead of having like less of a cipher, I I think it would, it would be the best way to go. And honestly, the best thing they can do with breath of the mm-hmm. wild. So I am definitely looking forward to that. Um, no more heroes. Three got fucking announced. Look that looks more, pretty I dope. Play, like this, like a, uh, whatever uh desperate struggle yeah, or i mean i have them both on. or board. even the the spin-off you don't have to play the spin-off at okay. all in fact the spin-off makes fun of how non-canon Good. and how like like there Travis there's moments where they're like, like this is like just some giant stupid ova right uh-huh. like it's very much poking fun at itself but it'll also like talk about how i really hope 
like you bought this or I really hope this game sold well because No More Heroes 3 won't be a reality without they, and, it. Like yeah, the game yeah, makes several fourth wall breaking references to mm-hmm. that. So um but yeah, No More Heroes 3 that was a very neat reveal. Um seeing more of Astral Chain, the platinum exclusive for Switch. Mm-hmm. That looks fucking weird. The that, cat thing is pretty neat. Yeah, just <laughs> I want to discover I, cats. That's <laughs> I really want to see that. Um, aside from that, uh, the Deus Ex Machina, which is also like weirdly similar, like it, it those games like releasing within the same window of one another, yeah, like I, Daemon X Machina or right? Daemon. Sorry, Daemon X Machina. I played that demo. Um, those, man, I don't know. I didn't. I yeah, it was. Up. It's a little bit more tactical. I I unfortunately missed the window on yeah. it. I, I I'm digging those fucking grips yeah, though. Yeah, that, yeah like, I was gonna say like, it. what about those Joy Cons? Right? Yeah. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- God Horry's damn, making that switch like, beefy boy, <laughs> the beefiest boy, <laughs> fucking stacked. Uh, they're not usable off of the system though, which is a bit of a oh, shame. Fuck. But I, know, yeah, whatever. I would totally thought they would like interlock with one another. Yeah, yeah. Do some fucking. Yeah. That's the vibe I got, but apparently that's not mm. the case. No, um, but I mean, at, on the other hand, though, they're only forty five sure. bucks. Yeah, CD Projekt Red, which is. Weirdly enough, how we didn't really touch much on ty- Cyberpunk twenenty seventy seven because it didn't yeah. really show more. <laughs> but <laughs> I think the more impressive thing is that The Witcher three Wild Hunt is going to be fully playable and loaded on just the fucking cart alone. That's ain't, insane. That's run well on the Switch though. Something else doesn't matter. You don't, think, don't so? think so? I think they came out with the. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to matter. I think uh, they'll like drop it down to like four eighty. 480p? No, I, I, th- I think I, that's I too know. low. I think I they'll dev- it, I, like 720 will be fine. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. Okay. 30 frames per second. Yeah. What do you want, right? Yeah. Like it was never like graphic. Yeah, I don't like, know the greatest how... thing ever. It's just the draw distance is what worries me. Um, Have you played Daytona USA? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Daytona. Daytona. Hell yeah. Um. But real quick, just to kind of round off, we've also got the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics, which was just a weird, a weird that, like, little thing to sneak in there. I, I had I had to um, break up like I copy and pasted into a Word document and like put everything together. I did not know that that was all one title for a game. I thought those were two separate games. I thought it was the Dark <laughs> Crystal and then Age of Resistance tactics was a different game. I didn't realize those they were all the same thing. All the movie, same thing. Movie games these days, though, right? Am, am, am I right? They're always the the title it's, of the movie and then age of something. Colon. Yeah, w- weird too because like <laughs> it's dropping. I think it's dropping around the same time that they're doing like a Stranger Things RPG, which that one. Oh my god, that looks really rough. I am not looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Aside from that, uh, Link's Awakening looked amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that amiibo I, oh that amiibo oh that amiibo i can love that shit dude like i i'm i am so stoked for like that aesthetic mm-hmm. i kind of hope that that becomes the new yarn aesthetic for the switch oh, cool. yeah, yeah it's just like smart actually that would work out really like, well like dude I'm, imagine uh, legend of the seven stars remake in that aesthetic ooh, that'd be pretty cool yeah, yeah. i gotta I, say though like i'm out i'm more or less out on amiibos now like i haven't you escaped gotten an amiibo in a long long time I, but i mean i'd, I'd get the i pre-ordered point, sure. the uh the the wave they announced the what was it squirtle um snake a couple other ones they announced 
And I still haven't gotten the ones yeah. they announced, like the last direct that haven't come out yet, like Pokemon Master and a couple other ones that they announced. I'm I'm fucking too far in. I still need to pick up Cruel and like a bunch, dude. Like I can't get it, out. it's so weird because while they're being produced, they're being produced in such limited numbers now that like you have to you pre-order. Have to, you cannot just, especially for ones that are like. They don't really do retailer exclusives necessarily, but you definitely know Thank that God. Like, when pre-orders go up for like Amazon, like they go quick. Like you gotta jump on, or else you won't get them from that retailer. I don't know. It's around here. You can pretty much get them days after their release. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So like, I could stroll in and get anyone I want, but I mean, I'm sort of. You need done. to be done, please. For for me, let let, let me I... live vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm more or less like. It's one of my favorite Zeldas. I hope they do it justice, and I kind of I'm excited for the new content. There's been some. I mean, they better do it justice. They're going to charge eighty dollars for it up here. I saw that, yeah, and that's not even mm. the one like the like insert stuff. It's just like just base prices eighty. Fucking dumb, yeah. <laughs> dude. For a thirty just, forty dollar game, yeah, yeah. It, hey, hey, dude, it'll be worth it. It'll be yeah. worth it, hey, dude. I'd rather pay that much for Link's Awakening than what we're going to be charged for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I got DX. I'm yeah, gonna like, color. you're That's right. Like Ten bucks. But I mean, the Mana Collection is going to cost a lot less, and it's going to have arguably better gameplay. Mana Collection's twenty bucks right now digitally, and you can get it forty bucks physical if you pre-order it through the Square Enix store. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I mean, up here it's going to be forty-nine ninety-nine, which is a full thirty bucks under Zelda. You get three games. Three great games, no less. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take that any day. Yeah, yeah, I love that first party. All right, the- so the last big announcement, and I don't know, like I don't think you guys really give a shit, but like I, I was screaming, I was fucking hollering. I love me Banjo Kazooie. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love. So seeing that shit roll out did me good. It did me yeah, I good. I think it's like really showing that. And I know when they released Joker, like they put a lot of care into those DLC characters. I mean, you're paying a premium price for those characters, and I think they 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 do that justice. I mean, um, you know, just from the style of the character, the play, like everything about it, just it does it justice. Even with like the Dragon Quest characters, like I know that was kind of overshadowed by Banjo Kazooie, but the Dragon Quest characters, it, it's dope that they're taking like the protagonists from like different Dragon Quest games and incorporating that into that character. I just hate the fact that it's just going by the name Hero. I mean, that's Dragon Quest though, yeah. Like it's yeah, about yeah, as generic as you can get. I mean, I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying that's just you know, it's like this cookie cutter RPG. They're typically cipher characters, yeah. but I thought it was kind of so. a cool little little nod. Um, but yeah, I mean, Smash is. I don't know how Nintendo is going to top it. Um, I think that... Because there's still one more character well, they have to reveal, right? I think that a lot of people thought, and it didn't happen this time around, but there's been a lot of talk about Master Chief, because with the working relationship of Microsoft and Nintendo, and the fact that Rare and Microsoft were like, yeah, it's cool, Banjo can be in that game, um, that working relationship would lead to them possibly saying, like, you need to get Master Chief in Smash. Like, that's the guest character that would be kind of nuts if it showed up. Um, It'll be Satoru Iwata. Dude, oh, I was thinking of that shit. too. I'd fucking, yeah. Hell yeah. I was thinking about that. Dude, yeah. you took the words right out of my mouth because I'm like, what if it's Iwata? I'd fucking be down for that, absolutely. I would so be down for Iwata. I'll pay, I'll pay top dollar for it too, man. Fucking get that amiibo. Mmm, that amiibo. <laughs> See, that's all I care about. I just care about the <laughs> physical. It's like that uh, in Japan, they had those Sega CEOs sure. as like uh, models. Wasn't he a character in like Remember that? that? Um, what was that RPG crossover? Wasn't he a character in that? 
Oh, oh Project Cross Project, Zone? Yeah, was, was, was yeah. like the Sega dude like a character in that? You know what? There were like uh, models in Shenmue okay. as well. I, I know it might be impossible and it's so under Sega's radar, but if Sega, like if anyone there from Sega is listening, anybody from Sega or Atlas, and like you have the pull to do it, Bring a Sega Gaga. I want yes. that fucking game so much, dude. I, I'm and I'm buying that one. Soon. I'm still like to. I'm still bummed that there's no fan translation that like you can use like that. It's I don't got know. an excellent shoot 'em up segment in it that uh, can't be missed. Oh yeah, no, but yeah. like just which just I totally missed apparently, so I got to get it now. Whole premise of it alone is still amazing. It's so deliciously mm. Sega. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I think we can round off. Our conversation ended on the last bit of news when the stream wars fucking taking place. There's going to soon be a fucking mini console war. insane to me uh along with sega and m2 like uh showcasing the sega genesis mini um no talk about the fucking cool cosmetic peripherals that they're releasing in japan i don't think they're coming <laughs> to america which bums me out Where the you can tower get... yeah you can make a fake yeah. ass tower um konami fucking came out and they're like yeah we're gonna do a turbo graphics mini so a turbo graphics 16 mini uh the six games that they Release, uh, that they uh, previewed so far that are like it's gonna be in the system. Uh, I believe it was R Type. Um, hold on, I actually have the list right here. So there was R Type, New Adventure Island, East Book One and Two, um, uh, Ninja Spirit, Dungeon yep. Explorer, and yep. Alien Crush. Yes, which East Book One and Two is a big deal because that means there's going to be CD games on this, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see how well that's going to play out. Meanwhile, in, in Japan, Japan. <laughs> you get Superstar Soldier, uh, fucking I think China Warrior, yes, Bonk, mm. uh, Ease One and Two, and fucking Rondo of Blood. How do we get Bonk here though? Dra- I, I think we're going to get Bonk. X. I think they're just saving it. I just hope we get goddamn Rondo of Blood. Like it, 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 like so many people though are saying, oh, if I don't get this game, I'm not going to buy it. When they can just like, get Blood the Japanese can, is, one, yeah, they can the well, build a flash import it. It's not going to cost you anymore. Not in their classics, anyways. I'm just saying. I know exactly. Everybody's just hacking I'm their minis anyway. That, you know, you should, but just that people are. Um, but it's that was definitely if I had to say like what my what the fuck moment was from this year's E3 that that right there I did not How expect that, that, that coming I thought it was fake I don't understand that part because Konami owns me and Sarah actually had this because he was mm. saying no NEC and I told him no man Konami NEC doesn't hold any rights over that hardware anymore Konami bought it all out the they hardware the maybe not the uh, the uh, BIOS though is still NEC. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, but like, but going back, but anything basically when Konami absorbed Hudson Soft, they also absorbed the legacy of the hardware, Crazy. so that in 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 all this again the Hudson Soft exclusives. So that being 
Star Soldier, Bomberman, Adventure Island, Bonk, Zonk, fucking anything and everything that was associated with that goddamn platform, like, they own to some effect. And Konami has unsuccessfully tried to, like, commoditize TurboGrafx-16. Like, you guys remember the mobile platform that was on smartphones? Yeah. That didn't do well. Um, it, It can't even work. It's completely dead. Um... And then they, aside from Virtual Console, I feel like they've done some separate, like, individual re-releases, but I can't, not like, like some hamster-style releases, but none really come to mind immediately. But needless to say, I think this is a, a dope move. Between this and Contra, I I mean, they're both not pachinkos, sure. so, like, that's two for two. progress. Two for two. two for two. So we can only, like, determine, I mean, the thing that's kind of fucking stupid is uh, there is going to be a peripheral for a turbo tap. <laughs> so, no, there really is going to be a goddamn yeah. turbo tap. So, like, you can do the two players natively from the hardware, but for the five-player games like Dungeon Explorer or Bomberman, they are going to want you to invest in the tap and extra controllers. I mean, sure. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's already step up anyways, though. The original systems only supported one player without a tap anyway, so. Right. I just, if you really want to bring the experience, I mean, once the Genesis Mini and the Turbo 16, TurboGrafx 16 Mini comes out, I got to buy them. And then anybody else, like, like you know, with an NES Classic or SNES Classic has got to look down at me, kind of look like, you know, turn their fucking nose at me, get weird and be like, what do you even buy games for that? What is that? Fuck that. That's not Nintendo. I Like, if you're going <laughs> to recreate an experience, you got to, like, go all out. Just, I don't know. I'm but probably anyway. going to be buying a Neo Geo Mini, actually. I don't know Wait about that. Go down price just a little bit more. I think I'm seeing them for like eighty yeah. still. If I can get down oh, to like yeah, sixty, yeah. I'll probably jump on it just because it's the only one I don't have of those. Like Sarah, well, the way I, I the way I see it, like it at this point, so it looks dope. So I, I will that's play enough it on for the actual me. Arcade like part of it, though. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh-huh. However, mostly it's to get that uh, black fat Chocobo. The Amazon. <laughs> That's really that all it is. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm happy with my whatever. Neo Geo X man. I would have liked to have had one, you know, but you just can't find them now. Yeah, you can. You have to jailbreak it to get the best out of it, though. Yeah. 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 So like that's <laughs> like, Konami. Konami support put out a uh, like um like a a cute well. They basically asked people what they wanted to see on the PC Engine, the TurboGrafx-16 Mini. Uh, the ones that I chose, TurboGrafx, I wanted to see Airzonk, Last Alert, Velus 2 and 3, Monster Layer, Aero Blasters, Galaga 88, or well, Galaga 90, I guess, Crater Maze, Bomberman 93, and East 3. For the PC Engine, I chose Coriune, Sapphire, Magical Chase, Galaga 88, Final Soldier, Wait, Soldier Blade. why Magical Chase for the TurboGrafx-16? Because it's, well, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I chose ten. I don't know. I, I split it up. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting them both anyway. So who cares? <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Yeah, all three I, actually. There's three of them. There's one for Europe too. I okay. They're, get, they're getting the core graphics version. I feel like there is a canceled Turbo game that I hope they do like 
would 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 be cool to fucking include like a what the fuck canceled one but like i can't think of one at the moment because like that game that platform was supported for a while in japan if anything doing a localization of space fantasy zone yeah something like that yeah that'd be neat i don't know i'm kind of it's weird that m2 isn't behind it because i know they're also big um there's like part of m2 actually came from quest which were like they were big developers so i don't know either way you know magical chase was quest yep so with that being said because it's super graphics though they gotta have those on there 1941 Uh, and all dines yeah get it up on there also agree absolutely 110 percent agree i think with that being said this is a very fucking full e3 um, weird. I mean, we didn't talk about other stuff like the Polymega and like some of the surprises it had, which uh, we can touch upon like on another show. Uh, but I think it's time for episode end. You guys good for episode yeah, sure. end? I'm down with that. <laughs> Just yeah, whatever, yeah, man. Cool. Whatever, man. Sure. E three E3, is not really trying, so neither are we. We're just we're just here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Like, all right. So that's a tone. Um, so salty with it. You, <laughs> uh, you just listened to episode 117 of Press Pause Radio. Uh, if you like what you listen to, you can feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also check us out on Stitcher, uh, Scatter Radio. Um, again, I'm still really behind on getting SoundCloud shit in order, but it is definitely on my uh, list of things that I need to get in order among also getting our feeds on YouTube. So uh, aside from our podcast feeds on YouTube, you can also check out a load of our other play plays that we've done and some of our press pause video episodes at youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast. You can also check us out on Twitch. Uh, You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and also go to the website to check out some editorial features and reviews that we also cover uh, amongst the videos and episodes that we also do. In addition to that, we are also the home of Bullet Heaven. Sarah, what's going on with Bullet Heaven? Well, Bullet Heaven has branched off into a couple different uh, sub-series at this point. Um, we have the, uh, the Dreamcast Shooting Game Chronicle, where I'm going through each and every shooting game release. Um, and included shooting game subsection of various games on the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, right now, we're all the way up to episode three. Episode four should be coming out either late this month or early next. Uh, new episodes of Bullet Heaven will be focusing on the PlayStation 2. We have a brand new OSSC that can do some fancy line doubling action, uh, as well as a really cool D terminal uh, adapter for the Frame Meister. So I should be able to squeeze some pretty gnarly. Uh, uh, visual crispness out of the PlayStation 2 at this point. Uh, stuff like Ibarra and Escaluda and even uh, Dodampashi Daiojo are all possible now. Um, finally, uh, we've made a shift for Mud Prince unboxes. It is now Bullet Heaven unboxes. It'll focus primarily on shooting game goodness. Uh, the most recent episode just went up as we were recording this. Uh, I take a look at and review the Super SD System 3 for the PC Engine and TurboGrafx-16. We take a a good deep dive into that, show how it works, and uh, how to get around some legal hiccups as well. Uh, Especially with the big bombshell announcement that coincidentally happened earlier from Terra Onion, the fucking Mega SD. Yeah, that's... uh, 
I'm in talks. <laughs> oh, well, there oh, we go. I thought you said you were we in gotta... talks like you were... Oh, in, in talks? Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it went that badly. Nah. No. That's fucking hip. It's yeah. <laughs> a hip way to like... I don't know, man. I saw him grab like a lager earlier, yeah. so I don't know what he's drinking. Yeah. Cheers. What, my, my Pepsi? Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's Pepsi, that is shit. the lager. That's all, that's all that is. Wow. Fuck. Hey, oh I mean, God. it's dark. I had Labatt Fuck. Blue over yeah. the weekend. It was pretty good. Oh, Labatt Blue. Right. Way. That's all right, man. That's all right. Yeah, yeah I went to I went to a diaper party. <laughs> I don't know if diaper what parties are. What a fucking are... conformist is. Is there a star on your Labatt Blue? <laughs> like, like a star? Like what? For oh, like participation man. or? No, no. Like, does your does your Labatt Blue have a star oh, on shit. it? I don't know. I didn't look. Okay, you gotta look because, like, up uh-huh. here, it's uh, it's got a maple leaf on it. Except if you're in Quebec and it's got a fleur de lis there. Huh? Is this like a tootsie beer. pop? Like, what the fuck? What happens if I find the star? Do I get like a free one at the drugstore? <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know if they change the label they for might. all y'all. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to hit up the dude that uh, had the diaper party. See if he's got some cans sitting around still. <laughs> oh my yes. god! The yeah, man. It, yeah. All right. Picture didn't happen though. Okay. Fair, Jesus fair. Christ. Okay. So. <laughs> We've got some interesting podcasts on the line. We've got our anniversary show real quick that uh, we're going to do with friends at Tigertron. We're going to take the opportunity to talk about uh, just oneup.com and how it led to the creation and the two bestest friends that I can ever fucking call best friends that I record this fucking show with me that's just culminated into 10 years of this like nonsense that I would not trade for anything in the mm-hmm. world. Um, and we'll go into that and just know what the future lies in like in store for press Bodge radio and, and just you know what we've done and some of the friends we've made along the way um we're also going to do like something different that i'd like to do not necessarily games club but in in recognition of death stranding i talked to the boys and we're going to do a special profile episode uh, on hideo kojima but in addition to that I also would like to do some play plays of some of his high profile stuff. Uh, that being Snatcher, SD Snatcher, Police Knots, and uh, Metal Gear games. Um, we can even see if we can try to cover some of the MSX uh, Metal Gear games as well. But essentially, kind of touch upon like Hideo Kojima's like accomplishments and like work within the games industry. And kind of what led him down to the path that he's on now with fucking Death Stranding. So um, that's going to be another project that we're going to have down the pipeline as far as uh, Press Pod Radio goes. And again, we have some other videos that we still need to just necessarily just schedule the production time for. And we'll try to get them out there too. Uh, in the meantime, fuck it. E3. Whatever. This is Georgia Boy's Axe. I mean, yeah, like whatever, man. I'm going to fuck it fine cool i'll be a sweet knockoff bart simpson shirt yeah and this is toast and uh yeah it's like you get those um those mirrors at the carnival when you play the dart game it's kind of, kind of like one of those like, like, <laughs> like, like i don't know knockoff oh i got you got you that's clever i thought you were gonna go like a direction with like ben davis i'm so sorry sarah go ahead we're talking about knockoffs i sure what's a knockoff canadian clothing company I don't even know. Couldn't even big, tell you. Couldn't even tell you. Big question. Is Ben Davis in Canada? No. Sarah only wears authentic All right. stuff. You don't wear knockoff shit, man. 100% authentic. <laughs> yeah. 100% authentic. 
With a QUE, yeah. Authentique. Ooh. Jesus Christ. I, I buy right. their clothing line. I'm just throwing it out there. This is Georgie Boy's X. I'm signing out of this okay. conversation. There, let me know when you start doing the Kickstarter for your clothing line. I want to buy it. Yes. Yes. 